Hi and welcome to this week's Three Legs, Four Wheels F1 podcast. It's Paul here with... Chris. Sean. Lee. <laughs> <laughs> we all got confused because Sean's in for Dan. Yeah. Yes, I wasn't here for the Patreon. and no. oh. yeah, uh, We should have probably prepared that. <laughs> might have been a good night. Pre- prepare? We've got a giant pen, I suppose. Have a look at Instagram. When, when we've got rehearsed saying our names, you know. <laughs> I just shouted mine. Sorry <laughs> if I deafened everyone. <laughs> Stuffed bleak. Uh, well, no, everyone needed to wake up after uh, Sunday snooze fest. Fucking right. Yeah. Well, I started missing the race and then was angry that I started missing the race and then caught up on the race and was not angry. <laughs> then you were angry that you'd caught up. Yeah, I was disappointed. Did you did you think, when you sent that message on Sunday, just got back in now, my reply was, you've not missed much. Did you think I was taking the piss? And I just thought, okay, it's a fairly boring race. I didn't quite realise it was going to be that boring. I mean, there yeah. was a start, there was... A first lap, and then there was nothing really until until Ricardo went a bit crazy at the end. Sure, else missed a race, France. Mm. <laughs> Can I just say now, the circuit, Paul Ricard, no thanks. Yeah, not good. No, it's watered down, which is what you meant to do with the drink that bears his name, I, according I just... to all the features on Sky this weekend. There's like 106 configurations of that track, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is apparently the one they're going with. That's the best one. Apparently. <laughs> And it doesn't even have sprinklers on all of them, according to Ted Kravitz. And also, just just the just the blue lines and the runoff areas around the outside of the circuit. I, I get why they were there for you know tire testing and things like that. <clears throat> but come on, can we not put something a little bit more organic in? It's just not concrete runoffs if, all the way around the whole circuit. If George cor- Orwell, one corner's got gravel. If George Orwell designed a racing track, it would look like that. Just devoid, <laughs> devoid much, of yeah. human it's, it's life. It's like Tron, blue lines yeah. running around the circuit. It does get a bit sort of hypnotic, doesn't it? And just mm. distracting. Well, like, like when you're watching cars go around fast corners on like the wide angle, it's just like your eyes go all googly, so cross-eyed because these blue lines are just shifting side to side. <laughs> yeah, but that's more interesting than watching the lack of racing that's going on. To be though. honest with you, yeah, I think it was, it's 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 probably quite easy and quite quick to be hard on on, on the French Grand Prix, but I think it was one of the worst races. I think it's the worst race we've ever seen. For, for lack of action, we were talking about it before, weren't we? Russia, the first mm. Russian Grand Prix, it was pretty dire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything at Valencia. Some yeah. of the India, Korea ones, yeah. not yeah, good. Yeah, but there was always something else going on at some point on the track. There was no midfield battle. No, everything seemed just spread. Mm-hmm. And then when someone did try and overtake someone, they got penalty for it. <laughs> <laughs> I think we were saying just before we started recording... It's hard to remember the worst race ever because it's that bad. You just don't remember it if there's nothing memorable about it. Yeah, so this time next year... We'll <laughs> no, like, yeah, we won't like, think of this race. Yeah, we This time not. next year we'll be like, oh, French Grand Prix, what happened last year? Can mm. anyone remember? And then it'll click and be like, oh, it was oh. really boring, wasn't it? <laughs> nothing happened. I, I only... I fear for anyone that watched that race that wasn't in any way, shape or form invested in Lewis Hamilton or McLaren. It was the only two good things that I could take from that race. It was a, it was a decent performance by by both, yeah, Hamilton yeah. and and the two McLarens. Um, mainly, as we'll go through the teams as we always do, it's kind of pointless. But I, mainly, it was like a a, a non binary race. It was two by two mm. by two for a lot of the mm. for, you know for a lot of the teams. I wonder if the French Grand Prix just sort of shuffled the teams into their natural order a little bit. So what you're trying to say is. The track, which is made to be a test track, separated the teams by their performance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Shocking. Without racing, <laughs> without doing any racing. So the first 
the first uh, team that we've got on the list, Paul, is that Haas? It is Haas. Sorry, I was just trying to look for a message that somebody sent earlier saying, I really picked the worst race to introduce my non-Formula One watching friend to Formula One, and I couldn't find who oh, that was from. Oh, dear. Yeah, so, so I go on F1 TV and tell them to watch yeah. the Canadian Grand Prix from 2011. Yeah, but not the four-hour rain Either delay. of the two previous years, Azerbaijan's. Yes. It's always the way, it's always the way isn't it, like... If you're trying to introduce someone into pro wrestling that doesn't watch wrestling, and it, like dude love had come out, oh yeah, and smash know, someone over the head with like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. With, with with the granny's urn or something. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's never Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels, is no, it? You know, no. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was Adam Smith that um, has the unfortunate friend who now could be scarred for life and put off. From sorry, from Adam, him. but yeah. it's it's not really. I, 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 I feel vicariously sorry for your friend. There you mm. go. And also, just before we get going with the teams, um, just want to thank Sussie Corbett for providing tonight's podding biscuits. Yes, thank Excellent you. Excellent biscuits. Sent, uh, sent us a donation through, which uh, you can do the same if you go to our Patreon page, yep. which is patreon.com slash three legs, four wheels. Mm-hmm. You can donate and pledge there. You get an extra podcast every week and uh, from as little as a dollar a month. Roughly half an hour podcast where we talk about lives outside of this podcast of Formula One. Very uh, musical again. I mean, our, yes. our lives. <laughs> our lives, yeah, not lives. Just general <laughs> lives. Pick a person from Wikipedia yeah. and talk about them. people. <laughs> <laughs> no, you Thomas got... Cromwell was advisor <laughs> to <laughs> King Henry VIII. Um, Lee's got other podcasts where he does talk about doxing people. Anyway, has. No, I don't. <laughs> Well, why were docks people? <laughs> I don't know what goes on in your head. Hass. All right. Um, <laughs> weird. I put Hass down first purely because they were the only team to have a driver that did not finish the race. Yeah, and that would have been Grosjean, and I, I, he I probably sur- complained about it. I surmise that he needed to finish the race uh, in the pits because uh, because he needed his nappy changed. Mm. I think um, the official line was to save parts, which suggests there was actually nothing wrong with the car. They just got bored. Well, he was, run, he was running in about 18th at the time, wasn't he? So, yeah, not great. Um, the the Hasses actually fell backwards or kind of into the clutches of the Williamses, didn't they? Mm. Um, I mean, the, the team themselves said that was the uh, that was the most difficult race they've had in their time in F1. Well, lightly said, if it's a test track and it's designed mm. to you know uh, you know stretch out the performances of the cars, and we've got Mercedes like literally miles down the road in front, yeah, and Hass at the back with the Williams, it doesn't bode very well for for the American team. Obviously, this is <clears throat> this is quite an odd thing to say, but I felt like even though they finished ahead of them, that Haas are in more trouble than Williams this weekend. They're heading backwards, aren't they? Williams, you can kind of see that there's the some back. work going on, but well, Haas... Williams know they fucked it. That's the yeah. thing. Haas's car is fucked, and they don't know what's wrong with it. Yeah. Yeah, so it, you it can't blame the drivers for where they are right now. You know, we, we blame those drivers for quite a lot. But Grosjean and Magnussen... But they blame Ericsson. Yeah, <laughs> but, but Grosjean and Magnussen are better than what that car's allowing them to do. It's all tyres, I think, with Haas, isn't it? Mm. That's what they're blaming. They just they don't know how to use this mm. year's compounds. I mean, that car's not even allowing Grosjean to go fast enough to crash. <laughs> no, That's very true. He's actually been quite quiet, hasn't he? Yeah, but he, he was very complaining. I mean, bearing in mind, last, last season all he needed was the, was the speed of a safety car. Yes. <laughs> there, yeah. And Ericsson. <laughs> anyone, anyone see Ericsson climbing through a load of advertising boards in um, Indy qualifying? No. No. It was a very Ericsson kind of thing to do. He's. Oh, I did see actually. Sorry. Yeah, yeah he's, he's back to Ericsson 1.0. And um, all credit to IndyCar's official Twitter account because they put a video out of it. With the comment, it's I think Ericsson's. Ericsson hit us. Oh, really? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, what, where did where did Haas go from here? Because they can't get heat into the tires. Um, they need to develop the car, and they they don't have the resources to develop the car because they're one of the smaller teams. On well, the this grid. is this is the I, well, I suppose the knock on effect of doing everything out of house. Mm. Yeah, you know, because they don't really have the calls to make yeah. to. They can't they can't the develop car. the chassis because it's Delara that do that. Yeah. Mm. Delara. By the time they get the word out, there with them every race. Yeah. By the time they get the word out, you know, data out to whoever it needs to go to. Can you refix this part for us? Oh yeah, okay. You know, it's a lot longer process when you do things out of mm-hmm. house, I suppose. But still, just, still pushing <clears throat> to change the tires, aren't they? It, you know, yeah. The older teams. Seven teams. They need to jump on board for it. And I think I heard this weekend so far that five have said they'll agree to going back to last year's. I mean, presumably that would be Haas, Ferrari, Sauber. Because they're all one yeah. thing, yeah. but McLaren, I, I suppose potentially it's either going to be McLaren and Renault or Red Bull and Toro Rosso. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. think so. Yeah. I, think, I think I think all the Mercedes teams have been told no. Yes, I imagine so. For some reason, those tyres suit Mercedes. <laughs> it depends how much they're they're willing to toe the line because it's suiting Mercedes, but it's not suiting their. I mean, nothing suits Williams, but <laughs> it's not it's not suiting uh, Force. Sport point. Horse racing. Yeah. Team one. <laughs> uh, I, did, I, did, I did notice that... Team Hortons. <laughs> team Hortons. <laughs> I did notice when um, Perez ran wide at the uh, was it second turn on for the first lap, mm-hmm. Crofty hurriedly called them a Force India running wide at the back of the group. Uh, yes. Yeah. It was no, no racing point. Uh, yeah, but you watch F2 and you look at the Ardens and they've got the BWT sponsorship and you call them Force Indias as well. Quickie, not only the worst race, worst sky coverage of the year... Everything was fucked this week. Commentary was shite. The pre- the post race stuff was shite. The uh, they slid in that stealth advert from fucking Mercedes road cars with Bottas and <laughs> Anthony Davidson <laughs> again. It's it, it's just fucking awful, awful coverage. Got to admit, didn't watch any of the post race because the England World Cup game was on, so I switched over pretty much straight after. Oh, if I'd have known what it was going to be like, I wouldn't have watched it because apparently my TV has a fucking black screen if I pull the plug out. <laughs> <laughs> Moving swiftly on, well, not really. Williams, they had a little inter-team battle, didn't they, between the two of them? Um, um, yeah, they did. Good to see because usually Russell's just disappeared down the road a bit from 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 Kubica. He's been like thirty seconds ahead mm-hmm. on occasion, mm-hmm. and Kubica has blamed it on the chassis. But not, not this race. Not this race. But George Russell had to change his front wing. Yeah, which is where the gap came from. Um, yeah, great, great move by Russell getting past Kubica because they were they actually were matching pace at one point. Mm-hmm. Just got just going back to Haas. I think it was um, I think Sean you pointed it out yesterday mm. afternoon that at one point Magnussen was lapping slower than both Williams. No, I think that was Dan was that Dan? picked up on that mm-hmm. nugget. And yes, he was, he was doing that in Canada as well. Yeah. Um, when he when he, he said it was eaten by George Russell on pace. Yeah, mm-hmm. when he, when he when in Canada when he said this is the worst experience I've had in a race car, uh, he was. He was slower than the Williamses then. I wonder what the gaps were. I wonder, right, so what are we reckoning? 40 seconds for a front wing change? 30 seconds? 30-ish, yeah. Yeah? Well, I mean, including pit lane. Yeah, the pit stop was, it was just over nine seconds stationary, and it's about 23 for a normal stop, isn't it? So that's Yeah. yeah. I wonder what the gap was between... um, Kubica and Russell. Kubica, sorry, sorry, um... Kubica and Magnussen, and then taken into account because, like, when you did see Russell on board, uh, on board behind Kubica, he was all over him, which suggests if you're following your teammate in the same car and you're trying to overtake him, I'm gonna guess that in free air, 
Russell was quite a bit quicker than Kibitza again. Um, so I wonder if Magnussen was going slow enough that had Russell got ahead yeah. and been able to run at his pace through the race, not change his front wing, he would have beaten Magnussen whether he'd have beaten Magnussen again. again. Yeah, possibly. Possible. Um, but yeah, as I say, with the Williamses... Is that is that Williams getting better or Haas getting seriously worse? That's I think it's, I think it's a bit both. I think, yeah. I think definitely Haas are very much on the slide, aren't they? They're just nothing Williams seems to be going right for them. Two laps down, weren't they, both drivers? Yeah, um, but it was, yeah, you know, it wasn't. You weren't looking like eight seconds a lap like you were early season. Do you know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. you know three or four, but so the gap has come down, but even still. Before we leave Williams, are you aware of the rumours that are going around about Williams? Which, Which particular ones, ones this week? <laughs> My favourite two. Sorry, this oh, your favourite two. Good. Oh, that um, Qbits is going to be replaced by Nicholas Tiffy uh, halfway through the season when they get to some summer break. Hasn't got enough super license points. Is he not? No. The um, how many? We, oh, I wonder what. Assume I think he needs to finish top five in F two this year. Can't you ask for dispensation? You though? can, you yeah. can. Which I imagine they would be able to do if they do another couple of FP ones with yeah. Latifi, and he ends up being comparable again with Russell. They mm. would then be able to say, "Well, this guy's got a super license. Well, this guy's he's is good." Beaten Kubica, he so, was, yeah. So the idea of you just turn around saying he's cl- he's quicker than yeah. this one. I I think if they put him in another another couple of FP ones and he did well, they yeah. would have a strong case for that. Um, and what was the other? What was the other rumor about it all? Oh, that um, Kubica is still is still accusing Williams of giving Russell a different car, even though they swapped them. Right. The other one that I've heard about Kubica, and I don't know how. I think this was on GPFans.net, um, is that Kubica apparently has options for next season for which F1 team to drive for. Fuck off. Interesting. <laughs> Suck my shiny ball. Either of them. <laughs> Just one shiny ball. Either of them. Like, <laughs> Could you not afford to get both of them shiny? You can kiss my entire asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather not than just... The entire uh, asshole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for those that, uh, for those that are, um, don't get that, I don't believe them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad we've cleared that up. I, I, I also don't believe um, believe that at all. I think. <laughs> are you going to offer up a body part to kiss? or Kiss my knuckles. Your <laughs> <laughs> <The> whole knuckles. <laughs> I am also going to offer Lee's asshole. <laughs> Well, why not? It's every day's party. <laughs> so, we're, so we're a little bit sceptical on that latest rumour then. Yes, I think racefans.net need to check their sources. Check themselves before they wreck themselves. Which Merely, they may have done by posting that story. Merely ringing yourself up and leaving a message on your own answer phone is not a source. <laughs> Shall we do Toro Rosso next then? Mm. Yeah, I mean, Why not? They, they've been fairly good-ish kind of so far this season. But I mean, when you look at the, the the order that the teams are in, it's it's about right for Toro Rosso. Outside the points, um, you know, they, they they have claimed points, haven't they? But mm-hmm. at times this season, but finished line of stern, fourteenth, fifteenth. Kvyat eventually getting past Albon after a, what was the best, well, the second best scrap towards the end of the race. Yeah, it was a nice clean scrap, mm. wasn't it? It was mm. good, but n- no one fucked it up. 
Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's the new 2019 model Kivia. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he he started at the back, didn't he? So that yeah. was a it was a, a good complete, little run. A completely clean race uh, race between the two of them. So there's only three penalty points awarded, and one of them's banned for two races. <laughs> <laughs> uh, worth pointing out though, doesn't Kvyat have the newer? He does. Yeah, Albon's still to on the Honda the engine, one. and yeah, like you say, because Kvyat started at the back, and Albon doesn't get it until is it Britain or? I think they're, he's already won ahead, so I think they want to hold off as long as is sensible, really, before okay. taking yeah, it. Yeah, because Toro Rosso were gaming, gaming the um, penalty system before the race for Kvyat mm-hmm. because they broke the seal on some other parts so that when the parts get replaced, then they don't get counted as new ones. Butter fingers. Because it's a ten place oh, ten place grid penalty. Ten place grid penalty for the first change after the lim- after the, you've gone over your limit. Mm-hmm. But because he was already starting from the back of the grid, they broke the seal, FIA seal on two perfectly good working parts, which the can- FIA then resealed and counted them as new parts. Can we ask Scarves like what the seal actually is? Because it's either a wax seal like the old kings. I like stamp, that. Yeah. yeah. Or. It's like those drain seals, you know, the ones when it's Timwald Day and they seal the drains shut. Or if there's a royal person visiting, mm. they seal all the drains so you can't put pipe bombs down there. Um, I, I think it's kind of seal that <laughs> This they, is not um, what I want to be hearing before I go to Timwald Day <laughs> next week. I think, I think so. They kind of seal put pipe bombs. <laughs> kind of seal that put on your electricity meter so that you can't clock it backwards. <laughs> I, I, hope it's, I hope it's something valuable like a really rare pog. No. <laughs> Do you know what I hope it isn't? I hope it isn't like one of those HMV tags that you, you're sealed on the DVD, like a magnetic strip un- under a piece of sticky I, back plastic. I think it is kind of like a tamper seal. Like it's one of these ones where if you open it, you can tell that the image has been broken oh, or some okay. shit like Warranty that. I think, void if, but don't quote me on that. Warranty void if removed. That Warranty kind void, of thing, I, don't know I him. think. <laughs> but scarves would for? be <laughs> scarves would be more of knowledge than myself on that. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, it made a change to see Kvyat not battling with Pierre Gasly. He wasn't yes. far away. <laughs> no. True. But uh, yeah, um, Kvyat and Albon, um, again, as I say, like a non-binary race, a two-by-two two for, for most of the teams, not mm. all of them. Um, but yeah, uh, 14th, 15th for, for Toro Rosso. Like the race, bit of a performance. Yeah, a little mm. bit. So yeah. I mean, they just, they almost had the, had the pace for points, didn't they? It was just one of those for yeah, them. It's, yeah, it's yeah. one of the... Like we were saying before about it being a performance separating mm. track, if that had been somewhere else, they may have picked up some points with a, with a you know decent pit strategy. But it they is, didn't. It's weird though. Is I mean I know they're not supposed to like give information between teams, but it is strange with Red Bull being the Big Brother team that Toro Rosso isn't better. It's well, weird. They're not allowed to. Yeah, they're not allowed. They're to not allowed to yeah, shift information. No, no, but they can shift people around. They can shift personnel around. Mm. They can shift personnel around. But the thing is, if they go to, if the FIA look at something on a Red Bull in Australia, Bahrain, and China, and mm-hmm. then by the time they get to um, Canada, France, Austria, the same part appears on a Toro Rosso. But they're just doing what every other team does, then. Yeah, I know what you mean, but. It's but I, I think I think it's a case of, uh, and I think this is actually written into the rules, where if a member of staff mm-hmm. moves to another team, there has to be an FIA-mandated period of gardening leave in right, between, okay. in between the two. Yeah. So you couldn't say, you know, you're you're working with Max this weekend, and then whatever you find out, you can work on Danny's car next mm. week. 
you're not allowed to do that. I think there has to be um, a period of garden Time. leave between working for two different teams. Right, okay. And because they're sense. seen as two separate manufacturers. Yeah. yeah there's, It'd be uh, interesting to know because that's... <coughs> oh, I mean, would that not encroach on some sort of human rights to move jobs, to have a, a governing body... Like if it's not no, written, you still get paid on garden. No, but if it's not written into your contract, yeah, you know, if it's not written into your work contract, to have a governing body tell you that you cannot go and work for somebody. No, I think I think it, I think it's written into the contract of, of the team. Yeah, I think right. the FIA would dictate that that would have to be in, in the right, contract. Okay, I think cool. that's getting very political for for Tis. this this early on in a let's, podcast. Let's talk about all this great ra- racing. Yeah, all the great racing. Yeah, <laughs> right. We'll be back next week with a preview uh, with a review of Austria. <laughs> Which is going to be another shite race. I don't know. <laughs> Austria can be good sometimes. It's not going to be as bad. No, I don't think so. We'll, look, for, we'll look forward to that in a boat. We've still got seven teams to go through. We <laughs> will get to the end of this. Good Racing Lord. point. Racing India Force point. What yeah. is the point? Um, well, Perez got a five-second penalty for cocking the start-up. Uh, who agrees with it? No, I don't. No, I don't. He went, he went the right the way around. No. I, I do. He went the right way around the bollard. He went the right way around the bollard. You give your argument, they'll destroy it. And then joined in in front of two cars that he was behind. Yeah. Is that his fault? He went the right way around the bollard? He came in behind the car he was behind when they all went into the first corner. He was behind the same car. And the the governor, the the steward, turned around and said, oh, well, if if he'd let two cars pass, he'd have given his own penalty. And we wouldn't have we wouldn't have done that. So in the first corner of a first the first lap, Perez is supposed to work out how many cars he's allowed through. No man, he's count them back. Wouldn't have happened if Charlie White was still alive. Yeah, because he always gave gave more room on the first lap. First he always lap was, was a little bit more yeah. lenient and considerate of. But like the first lap the was always yeah. was always oh, okay. First, but lap. if that bollard, which is to stop them gaining an advantage. If that bollard isn't stopping them getting an advantage, then the stewards made a mistake. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you, Lee, completely. But, yeah, I don't think it was fair giving him a five-second penalty. He got penalty. a penalty point. He yeah, got a penalty point on his licence. You have and to if you get a time penalty. Do you? Yeah. But, but, oh, if, right. but if he got... If they were, again, a little bit of human touch might have helped, mm-hmm. like we were saying about the Canadian Grand Prix as well, just get on the radio. The FIA stewards will just have to get on the radio to Perez or to force Racing India Point Canada yeah. Team Hortons. Um, just say, just tell Perez he went a little bit too quick around that bollard. We think he gained an advantage. Can you just let the next car behind through? Well, apparently, rather than apparently they like, don't do that on the, on the first seconds. corner now. They don't. They don't tell people to let people through on the a first corner. A human touch would be would would, would, would would work a lot better than just this, this computerized almost mm-hmm. like black and white, no grey areas allowed. Don't get me wrong. If he'd have if he'd have done like a Grosjean. Type one where, gro- where Grosjean's into them, yeah. no, or, or just like completely got got his braking wrong and immediately took to the thing. And I was, but he was all locked up. Mm. Joe, his choice was going that way or going clean into the back. Was it Nico Hulkenberg that was in front I don't of him? No, it was somebody. Was it? Yeah. But anyway, the um, Kvyat, I think. Yeah, I just think it's um, Albert and Magnussen. Albert and Magnussen, yeah. was it? Yeah. But, Who we then came out in front of after he went round the bollard. No, he came out in front of because I I read the the thing from him. They they were behind him. The whole thing is that he should have let those through because that's who he gained an advantage of. Or he went in with them. They were next to him. He came out behind the car that he was behind. But they all shuffled around whilst yeah. he was off the circuit. And they took. They, see, the the thing was that it was said. Oh, we, uh, 
Because he was done for coming back onto the course in an unsafe manner and gaining a lasting advantage. No, he went the way that the the stewards told him to go. But it's only half. It's only half right because he didn't come back in in an unsafe manner. He didn't cut anyone off. No nope. one had to break behind him. No. Nope. Uh, it. I just. I don't get that penalty. And I think the. I don't know whether there was almost a, a mission statement there of we we do the penalties yeah. with this because. The, yeah, you like don't the, argue with us. We do the penalty. There's a penalty yeah. later on. I do. I agree with, but it it does again. The most fucking the biggest talking points about this race penalties are penalties mm-hmm. not racing because we didn't yeah. have any. But o- overall, given where Lance Stroll started as well, started right right down towards the back mm-hmm. as well. Dean was eliminated in Q1 again. Uh, yeah, but he came. He came. He had a good race. Yeah, yeah, he did. He ended up lining a stern with Perez. Mm-hmm. So another line of stern. Um, race for yeah. an, another team 12th and 13th for for racing point and as i say if this is shuffling the pack to sort of where we think the teams are in in terms of performance racing point have been as false india fourth haven't they the last few years we thought they'd fallen back a bit this year they've fallen back quite considerably they've, mm. fall, they've fallen back to seventh yeah but yeah. he he was on pace with perez as far as race pace yeah, yeah absolutely looked yeah. after his tires well as well yeah. which is unusual for stroll yeah. yeah but he's he's already said now that he he thinks his problem is like the tires but mm-hmm. i i don't i can't even blame stroll for that because i feel everybody apart from lewis hamilton doesn't know how these tires work mm. quite possibly I think Stroll's biggest problem is still is qualifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's for I me. Mean, he he's he can't limited. get heat into yeah. he can't get heat into the tyres for mm. qualifying. All right, Renault next. Another team with a penalty. Well, yes, technically they finished kind of line of stern. Yeah, they mm. crossed the line seventh and eighth. Mm. Yeah, um, uh, seventh and ninth wasn't was it? Seventh it? and ninth. There was Raikkonen in between them. I think. But anyway, but um, yeah. <laughs> he, he may well have may well have been. Um, but yeah, the um, the move that Danny Rick pulled, well, the two moves, mm-hmm. that's what he took the 10 seconds worth of penalties for in the end. Um, he definitely he was definitely passing cars with all four wheels outside the white line. Well, I, yeah, his argument was he Raikkonen blocked him on the on the on, you know, towards the end, but he also argued that the reason he didn't leave Norris room was because the curb had rumble strips and he was changing gear and it put him off or something like that. It was one of these real reaching for an excuse racing driver. I think the lines. top bottom of it is he's not Danny Rick's a really good overtaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got I, that wrong. And no, but he's still not on top of the brakes. Yeah. And the Renault. Yeah, I, st- I, st- I think when he's throwing his Danny Rick moves on people. Yeah, but Raikkonen was going down a straight. Oh, yeah. Anyway. No, that, I'm just talking about the Norris one at the minute. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, but that's... Yeah, yeah he, just, he deserved the penalties. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. just one of those things, but... Um, I think it was kind of a bit impetuous from him because he would have got Norris. Norris was in a car that was slowing mm. down. Yeah. yeah. Um, it lost the hydraulics. Yeah. Not practically mm-hmm. all the hydraulics. Yeah. And I think he lost something like 50 horsepower because of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was going to get passed by everyone that was coming up behind him. Mm-hmm. And Danny had DRS coming, uh, coming out of the Mistral straight. Yeah. He could have just... Waited and drove around yeah, him. Yeah, waited twenty yards, thirty yards, yeah. and just put his foot down. Yeah, I just think it was a. 
I don't want to say desperate. Had he but... not done the, the all wheels off the track pass on Grosjean as well earlier on in the race? Mm. Who we didn't know who was racing. No. <laughs> See, I didn't, I didn't think there was anything wrong with the Grosjean pass. No. Well, well, he, did the Stewarts. He was yeah. off the circuit when he was But wasn't he with... on the kerb? He was, no, he was off the circuit when he oh, went level he? with Grosjean, but he didn't pass Grosjean until yeah. Grosjean was off the circuit. I, I so. thought there was a replay where he had like two wheels. It was like his, his there was enough of his, because it's, it's got to be two wheels on the track, hasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there was enough of his two wheels that were still on I think it was one the race wheel, circuit. Two, I can't remember, one uh, or two Yeah, wheels. something like that. But yeah, um, I think you might be right. I think it's one wheel. Because that stops. I think it's literally any bit of tyre touching the line, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's okay, so yeah. it was okay. And it's Grosjean, so no one cares. Yeah, pretty much. Because <laughs> <laughs> whenever, if Grosjean tries to argue about someone doing that, he say, yeah, but you tried to call Fernando Alonso, so, you know. <laughs> and Lewis Hamilton. Yes. <laughs> and Michael Schumacher. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> List of people Grosjean has crashed into. At high speeds. And the Azerbaijan wall. Yeah, not at high speed. And they the tried... guy he threw the glove at. Oh yeah, tried to kill the uh tried to kill the Brazilian wall on the um way to the grid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah Jen- but... Jensen Button as well, smashing Jensen Button in 2009 at Spa. Yeah. Thanks, mate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Didn't even see him get a lap in. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't think there was. I don't think there was anything wrong with the move that he pulled out on Grosjean. No. Like I said, he didn't. He didn't pass him when he was off the track. Grosjean panicked because there was a car within five feet of him. Yeah, and cocked everything up. It's, it's quite telling, though, isn't it? Renault slowly making improvements. Mm. Yeah, they're uh, getting there. Quick, quick thought here, though. Um, would people have to throw these semi-legal moves at people to try and get past? If it was possible to overtake, yeah, there is you know, that, yeah. In, in normal normal times, mm-hmm. I think particularly at this race, given mm-hmm. what we saw, and also pretty it, much all the overtakes resulted in penalties. Yeah, yeah. and also <laughs> what if it was grass on the outside of the circuit and not blue concrete? Yeah, mm. or nuclear fire bees. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're not we're not that no for a long time. <laughs> long time listeners My will God. totally get that reference. <laughs> What's that? Twenty sixteen reference? No idea. No idea. Oh, I, I don't know where it came from. Still a valid concept. <laughs> fire bees, yeah, it is. The ironic thing is, of course, the nuclear fire bees show never actually went out because that was the night that one of the microphones failed on us. Oh. And now it's it's time to soar. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, I'm, yeah, Bernie. I'm, I'm, I was just going to say I'm safe saying it now as well because Bernie isn't involved in the new rules. <laughs> <laughs> well, or is he? <laughs> Who owns the track that we've just been watching parading on? A huge griller. And his business partner is a polar bear. Would it be? <laughs> I love the idea that the gorilla is a business partner. At That's the polar Ricard. Bear. Ah. Yeah, the polar bear's Paul. Excellent. <laughs> no, polar bear should be called furtive. See if anyone gets that reference. Okay. Um, yeah, Hulkenberg. Um, he was he was the getting on with it of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Well, I want to say no incident. Nobody had any real incident, did they? Let's be honest. Um, he had a nice little scrap with Raikkonen, and that was about um, it. Yeah, a Hulkenberg. All right, yeah, pretty good. But yeah, it, it finally looks like the the Renault is starting to come together. I mean, they had um, they said they've got massive upgrades all across the car this weekend, and Danny Rick had the new spec engine. Mm-hmm. He's got he's got that early. I think the other the other three cars are either getting it in Australia or Sil- Australia Austria or Silverstone. So. It's it's looking positive for Renault for the rest of the season. 
Right, a does, good development curve so far. Yeah. yeah, but does anyone else think that Hulkenberg is coming across like a man that's had some news? Well, the, we'll get onto that later. <laughs> but yeah, he, there's there's perhaps even silly season breaking early yeah. this early in the season. So we'll 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 come to that in a bit. But yeah, well, when they're putting statements out like they did yesterday about a, looking, a home race, looking beyond him. Yeah, yeah, got yeah. to look beyond his. Yeah, yeah. we 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 will talk about that because I think there's you know where, where the smoke there's fire. Yeah, maybe. Look, it's steam, it's vapor, it's not smoke. I'm not <laughs> on fire. Uh, right, Alpha. They did have a binary result. One one of the I'm going to say t- one two binary teams this week. Mm, yes. Yeah. One of the two binary mm. teams. Yeah. Um, Kimmy. Really good drive from Kimmy. Yeah. Yeah. Quite solid. Uh, good qualifying as well. Um, Giovinazzi again, kind of. Qualifying yeah. better than... They, they were the opposite, weren't they? Kimmy. Yeah, yeah they went in opposite directions. But did, any, did anyone notice they had... Did they split the strategy? They completely screwed up. Yeah, they had to split the strategy. Giovinazzi will have been stuck, won't he, on his Q2 tyres? Oh, of yeah. course, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, Alpha completely screwed up, and I don't think they were expecting Giovinazzi to get into Q3 because he had to do his Q3 fast lap because he only did one stint on a used set of softs because they thought he was going to go out in Q2 so they'd used more tyres up to that point and they only had his race sets left. But didn't they, didn't they use the tyres to get him through? In the end, yes. Yeah, so there's, there's no point in keeping tyres yeah. in Q1 if you don't get to Q2. It did yeah. cost him in the racer, didn't it? Because he was, I think he was the first stopper. Mm. Yeah, and that just stuck him at the back of the pack no, with no overtaking. So the split strategy kind of cocked Giovinazzi up. I I wasn't expecting fucking miracles from him. (laughs) (laughs) You shock me. I don't think he was going to threaten the points or the podium. No, no. You're not his biggest fan, are you? Oh no, it's not. It's not like it's not like a cubitza thing with me. But the um, he's just a bit slower than his teammate. He's considerably. He's the worst of the rookies for this year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't, can't, can't really argue with that. But Alfred's still, Alfred's still looking good this year, and Chris, you're, of course, happy now that the official merch has come out. No, I'm not, because it's about a million pounds for it, a T-shirt. It's a pricey stuff. I may, however, buy a McLaren T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> for no. reasons we'll get onto in a bit, if you're after cheap stuff, Alonso's Kamoa stuff, um, his McLaren stuff is all on sale. Oh, is it really? Yeah. That's quite telling. Yeah. This, this, is, this is adding fuel to this fire that we started on our chat thread this week. <laughs> it's just kindling at the minute, isn't it? Just, just yeah. throwing it on. Yeah. We'd be Bear grills at the minute just blowing on some <laughs> straw yeah. yeah um right mclaren next still not used to saying their name this late in a race review well they are the, they're the fourth best team aren't they essentially to, um, to be fair they've spent more time up the sharpen than they have the back i did see that <laughs> meme of uh robin williams not from... while we've been doing this podcast <laughs> yeah I did see that meme of uh robin williams from jumanji with the long beard and the long hair what year is it? Yes, <laughs> because um, because and it's and the, the caption above it was uh, both McLarens just out qualified a Red Bull and a Ferrari. Yeah, mm. <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> I mean that that is McLaren's best qualifying performance since they had a Mercedes engine. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, yes, best fifth as, and a, sixth. as a team. Yeah, yeah. Fifth as a team. Did yeah. the Mer- did, did they have the new Renault engine? No, no. Oh, that's a good only, sign. Only mm. only Danny Rick had the new Renault engine. Oh, right, so the Renault and chassis McLaren, is ball bags. It's worth pointing out as well, <laughs> McLaren on Friday put out, put out on Twitter on Friday morning 
Uh, trying something a little different today, guys. Let's see if this works. It's called Sixth Gear. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've got eight, haven't they? I think now these these cars, but um, not since 2015. Yeah. But uh, so we're trying something a little different today, guys. Let's see if this works. And then later on in the um, in later on in the day after the practice sessions, and the pace looks pretty good from McLaren. It was just like experiment day done. Mm. So, okay, well, whatever you're experimenting with, keep doing that yep. because that worked well. I so, mean, all, all the way through, um, all three practice sessions, they both look quick. Mm. And Wasn't Norris fourth in FP2 or yeah. something? Yeah. <laughs> maybe, the, maybe the experiment was sacking Alonso. <laughs> <laughs> We've just got rid of 12 stone of weight. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's definitely worked for him. But like you say, like, you've, got to, you've got to feel for Lando after that. Oh, he's, Johnny he's, Herbert he's got, levels of luck. Yeah, mm. Johnny Herbert levels, it's just awful. I can't, I can't, there's been what? Has he had one retirement which has been his fault? Two retirements. Two retirements. Well, two retirements. That, well, one one was kind of his fault in Spain where he went up the inside of Lance Stroll at, and Stroll sort of closed yeah, that the door was, on Yeah, that's him. the one I'm thinking of. That's I, kind of like, it's the, half the, and half that the one. The Danny Kvyat one, I think he was just unlucky to be collected. Wrong place, wrong time. Yeah, and yeah. The, the one in Canada, not his fault. No. Yeah. So it's, it was whoever installed the fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, that's, you, that's one of the upgrade paths that really you shouldn't look at. It's worth his weight wait in fucking gifts, though, isn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the salmon <laughs> of so the good. day picture yeah, yeah, tickled me. That. Salmon of the day. Salmon of the day. Yeah. I missed that. Oh, Have you good. not seen his salmon thing that he does at the end of every race? No. He gets his, his team, his team to, stand there, yeah. and he runs up like a, like, like a fish and jumps up mm. into their arms, and that's the team picture. <laughs> so, <laughs> since yeah, he got driver of the day, yeah. he was salmon, salmon of the of day. The day. <laughs> yeah. So we, we are talking Welsh football team levels of photographer trolling here. Yes. Yeah, right. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, But that's every race he does that um, on the grid as well after mm. the race. But yeah, brilliant um, brilliant performance by both McLaren drivers. Obviously, Sainz got um, got the jump on Norris at the start. But, um, well, did, did he actually get the jump? Because I was watching a replay. Norris got pinched. I was watching a replay at the start, and I would, I would say right up to the point where he got pinched out by Charles Leclerc. That was Lando's best start of the season. I think yeah, it was, really yeah. Good start, yeah. yeah. He was just, I think what happened when you looked at it, he followed one of the Mercs, and I think that was the wrong choice. I think the, the idea he had was stick to the back of the Merc. Unfortunately, it was fucking Bottas, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, stick to the back of the Merc and then follow that wherever it goes. Yeah, and, and maybe maybe sneak up the inside of Verstappen. Yeah, or, and or it, just, it just left it him just being hung out to dry. Yeah, it didn't work because then yeah. they both, Verstappen and Sainz ended up sort of pinching him out into the Yeah, well, turn. I think he was completely offline, wasn't he, going into turn two? Yeah, yeah, which is how he ended up behind Sainz. Yeah. Uh, was quicker than Sainz for portions of the race, but... Um, he was quicker than Sainz for the entire race, if yeah. we're honest. Until the hydraulics. Until, Until the, the hydraulics, hydraulics failed. I mean, he, he, was asking, he was asking at one point if uh, the team could tell Science to put his foot down because he, was, yeah. he, he felt he was holding him up. And also, I think radio message, not just driver of the day, but radio message of the day as well goes to Lando Norris as well. Um, we, got, we got an issue with the DRS. Mm. Um, you can't, can't use the DRS. Lando's response, it, uh, is it broken or am I not? It doesn't work or I'm not allowed to use it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Touché, Lando. Touché. <laughs> But yeah, see, seeing good, seeing good things from McLaren make podcast happy. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> After enough years of misery. Well, hopefully this is an upturn in McLaren's fortunes, and they are the fourth best team say that for at, the rest of the season. At the moment, they are winning Formula One point five, and mm. let's hope to stay there for the rest of the year. Yeah. One, the, one thing I've noticed though over the come these races, especially considering that, um, like, science is out of the Red Bull meat grinder. He's being treated well in McLaren. Beautiful. But Mardi. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. His dad always had a reputation for being mardy. Mm. Um, he spent all of his WRC career marding round. Yeah, yeah. So it's just a trait. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Le- learned from the master, which is why in 20 years' time, Max Verstappen will be punching people out. No, did he not do that last year in Brazil? Oh, he threatened, threatened to headbutt people, didn't he? he? He had that shoving thing with Ocon. Yeah, yeah. That's true. I, mean, I did wonder at one point when they cut to the Red Bull garage um, why Red Bull don't give Jos Verstappen Bluetooth wireless headphones so he can still listen to what's going on and offer someone outside at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, talking of Red Bull, the other binary result. Yeah. Third best team still, um, but it's all Verstappen. Third, third best mm. team, but 10th best driver. A hemorrhaging points. Mm. They are, yeah, hemorrhaging points. Gasly um, just does not work well in that car. No. I, I, I th- Home I, race for him as well. You would expect yeah. him to be a bit... I think they moved him up too soon. He's, he well, they admitted that. Yeah. Mm. They admitted that, didn't they? Yeah, he showed, he's shown a lot of potential, and it's just it's just being meat-grinded, and I get the feeling he's going to be one and done. One season? Yeah. In, in the big team? In the big team. Yeah, but I, I'm with you. I, I think he is Kvyat 2.0. I, I don't... Sorry, th- sorry 4.0, because Kvyat has been... Kvyat, Kvyat sorry, yeah, yeah. 0.3, yeah. <laughs> I see, I don't think he's showing enough reason to keep him in Formula 1 either. You know, even though Kvyat got a bit crashy and stuff like that, he was... It was still because he was fast. fast. Yeah, he was still fast. Yeah, you, you thought that, you know, in a Kvyat mm. in, a, in a Red Bull on the right day, yeah. he was still beating Daniel Ricciardo. In, in the season, the full season they did together, Kvyat yeah. finished ahead of Ricciardo yeah. in the championship. Yeah. And, you know, Kvyat got a podium before that Russian Grand Prix where he became mm-hmm. the torpedo. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, Kvyat had potential. Good re- no, he had good yeah. results. He, he, he was unlocking his potential. He had mm-hmm. good results. He could have won a race for Red Bull. Yeah. Uh, he could have won that Spanish Grand Prix yeah. where the, the, you know, the two Mercs, you know, disintegrated. Mm-hmm. But you know, that was Verstappen's first race in that team. Uh, and the way that they'd done Ricardo's pit strategy didn't work for, for Ricardo. He was then, he ended up with Raikkonen, didn't he, in that, in that race. Mm-hmm. But had they not swapped Verstappen and Kvyat round, that, very well could have been Kvyat's redemption. I apologise for not remembering the name of the person that asked me this, but someone tweeted me asking whether he was the worst main Red Bull driver since Christian Clean. What I will point out is, might be true, but he obviously hasn't heard of a man called Mr. Valentino Liuzzi. Vitantonio. Vitantonio. Yeah, Vitantonio. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Neither of you. Yeah. <laughs> is that how you say it? Is it? Yeah, Vitantonio yeah. Liuzzi. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm happy I got that wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Liuzzi, um, yeah, well, Liuzzi was pretty bad. Uh, and then, p- apart from that, they've had all right drivers. Yeah, not bad. All right. I, I, I argue that Christian Clean had more potential than what Gasly's showing. I no, I wouldn't. It was, say don't so. forget, it was a weaker Red Bull car then. Yeah, it was a weaker Red Bull car, but yeah. Pierre Gasly. He's, he's had a rough first half of the season, and if he doesn't improve soon, I would probably say, mm. yeah, he might be one and done. But is his best result still from his Toro Rosso? Fourth, yeah, in yeah. Bahrain mm. last year, yeah. Um, I'm, just, I'm just looking up a list of everyone that's driven a Red Bull. Yeah, Verstappen's got the... We haven't got enough time. No, we haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. I've got work tomorrow morning. Um, <laughs> Verstappen's got, got the hammer on, on Gasly, hasn't he? Easily, easily got the hammer yeah. on Gasly. And the thing is, like, Verstappen's having the best year of his career, but he's not unbeatable. We've seen he's not yeah. unbeatable. I am throwing this out for the worst Red Bull driver, and it was somebody after Christian Clean. Go on. Robert Dornbos. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh I'd forgotten that. about him. Dornobs. Bobby yeah. Dornobs. Yeah. History has forgotten him. He was doing a um, 
he was doing some work for Red Bull recently as well. Uh, in in um, demo work, I think it was when they before they announced Zandvoort, they did the um, uh, uh, display a in Amsterdam. Mm. Yeah, they did a display in Amsterdam, and I think Robert Dornobs was doing the display. Oh, right. Robert Dornobs, who replaced well, Christian like the wi- mid season, <laughs> like, like the window display. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, Ferrari. Ooh. Red lads. Yeah, Leclerc. All right, good race. Not bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, good race. thumbs up. L- little, little tricky at the start. Didn't get off the line as cleanly as everyone else. Mm-hmm. But qualifying again needs to be consistent. But yeah. doing okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry, yeah, all right. There. Yeah, Vettel on the other hand. I'm, I'm still not sure whether he's, he's what Ferrari want him to be. Well, the problem is, I think Ferrari want him to be the stooge to Vettel, and if Vettel's not being good enough to have a stooge, then he's not <laughs> going to be, is he? No, no, I think Ferrari brought him in wanting him to be their Max Verstappen, eventually. He's, he's not at the moment. He's, he's looking like a good Formula One driver, but he's not looking like a Hamilton no. Verstappen-level not Formula moment. One driver. But these sort of things, gen- you can generally see them, can't you? Yeah. Although... <sighs> I mean, Vettel, ha- Vettel had mechanical problems... During qualifying, mm-hmm. lost his first Q3 run because he missed an upshift. Mm-hmm. Managed to scrape on the seventh on the grid mm-hmm. and behind then, the McLarens. He then, got past the McLarens very quickly in the race, though. He yeah, yeah, he got past the McLarens quickly in the race, but when, with with new bits in the car, that was the issue. Yeah, and he didn't catch Verstappen. Mm. No, he was nowhere near him. No. no. Yeah, Leclerc was able to put quite a gap on Verstappen. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it wasn't like there's anything wrong with the car. No, I don't quite. I don't get it. I've I'm almost sympathising with Vettel now, and I wonder whether... Because it's just not worked for him in Ferrari, has it? No, he is... What is he, 76 points mm. back on, on, on Lewis Hamilton? Uh, Ted Kravitz, I'm, I'm sure he had... Uh, I can't remember whether it was the notebook or not. Also, more Sky bullshit, no notebook next week, comes back in Silverstone. What's that about? Um, Ted's contract. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's not right. It's not what we want. Ted owns the notebook. If there's no Ted, no yeah. notebook. Um, so at least replace it with Karun's clipboard. <laughs> <laughs> Karun's clipboard, clipboard with a K. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he, Ted had a thing where he was going on about the the mentality of Vettel and how the the heart driven Ferrari is just a completely different way, way of running a team mm. to the very data McLaren esque. Uh, way of running Red Bull, yeah, and um, data-driven approach is what yeah. I used to call it, wasn't it? Yeah, I, uh, I hadn't thought about just the way the teams were run, and it, if it was a job advert, it would say have to be passionate about data. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure, I'm, I'm fucking going against things I've said in the past here, but don't mind. I've got the right to change my mind. Yeah, how, I can tell you're opening your mouth. It's how, it's how, it's how evolution works, but uh, it does make me make me think more on the lines. You don't win four world championships by accident. No, of course not. The no. Best car. no, they know how to win world championships. No, no, I mean, I meant, uh, I, I meant Vettel. Yeah. Now, the only issue he's got is he can't go home anymore. What do you mean? He can't like what? What? Because I, I, I think he will leave Ferrari at the end of the year, and he can't go home anymore. I don't, I don't know what's. I think it's going to be a shame because I think it's another driver. You know, like Schumacher was retired too early. Mm. I think Vettel will do the same. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm unsure, to be honest with you. But I mean, Vettel was on a downer all weekend after um, quarter past two on Friday afternoon when the FIA dismissed the review. But I blame Ferrari for that. 
I blame Ferrari instead of building Vettel up and going, look, we can do this next weekend. Let's push forward. Let's do this. They kept that going. I mean, as it as it turned out, Ferrari's compelling new evidence was Karim Chandok on the Skypad. <laughs> was it seriously? Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. no, no yeah, it was the. It, it was what was it? Yes. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> was was that the onboard thing though? The onboard. The onboard in the three sixties. Crazy. But we, uh, we were joking that that might be their new. No, no. Well, I, but I mean, I. I thought it was a good piece of evidence, but I didn't think it was going to get anything overturned. No, no. This, this, is, this is what Ferrari was saying was compelling, and um, yeah, it's, it's proof enough that we need a review of this and everything was wrong. And even Karun Chamdok said on Twitter, I don't think that's going to work. It's crazy. <laughs> but it just, it seems like they were setting him up for a fall before he even got in the car. Yeah. Giving him false hope. Yeah. yeah. And we didn't see angry... Vettel. No, that's what I thought we were going to get. Aggressive. I think I had him down for the win, didn't I? Yeah, 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 I think I did. I mean, when um, when he was when he was asked about it during uh, during one of the media sessions, which I think was on Friday, what what you going to do now? And he just came out with retire. Yeah, that was talking to Ted, but it was a joke because even um, because you're doing what Ted warned him about. Because when he when he said I'll retire, he said no, you don't don't say things like that because you don't want people taking this. In context, out of context, and uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think he meant that like that. But I mean, it, it is worrying to hear him say things like last week. Formula One isn't the sport that I fell in love with. Oh, I do think he might be setting the groundwork up for it. Even like the jokey comments like that. You know, it's oh, sorry, like the retiree one. I don't think he's. I don't think he meant that as if to say I might just retire. But I do think he might be laying a some bri- a bridge work down for a for a way out. Yeah, I mean, his his head doesn't seem to be in it no and normally when he gets the when he gets the technical problems like he got in q3 yeah um it would normally you'd hear him say you know i missed an upshift i think x is wrong mm-hmm. and his radio message was i missed an upshift for some reason that's it's the little things like that that are concerning because normally he is very clued in to what the car's doing and what it's not mm. doing mm. and something something as major as ge- the gears not firing properly yeah um for some reason is just a very unreal unless, thing to unless say. it was a software problem like it was a technical problem well no in the in the end they had to uh, they had to change the oil pump and some of the electronics yeah. as well and they basically stripped the car down in park firm and rebuilt it with allowed parts yeah but that but that goes to show that that's why he wouldn't have known what it was if it was some sort of fault he's he's not going to miss a gear and go oh i know what that was if he if he himself didn't miss the gear then how is he supposed to know what it would be? Well, that's the, that's the thing. He usually comes up with... Yeah, but not from in the car. Oh, yeah, he does. No, but that... I, if, you, if you listen to his radio... I don't, I don't think there's anything to read into that. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I am reading too much yeah. into it, but his head isn't as, under, as 100% focused as it usually is. I mean, I got that from the missed up shift that he hit the paddle and the car didn't shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I got. So yeah. that, that's why I think... I, I don't know why, yeah. because it's a technical problem. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just I don't know. Want to keep an eye on. He's definitely not the same Sebastian Vettel that we've seen in the past. I'm going to call it now. Um, He did get married last week. Yeah, unless things go drastically better for Vettel in Austria and Britain, he's out of the championship by the time we leave Silverstone. I think that he's out of the championship now. now, Well, if the lead keeps extending, yeah, I'm I'm just calling it now. Vettel out of the championship fight by Mm. by Silverstone. If that, well, I I think I don't know. And again, people will shout at me on Twitter if I'm wrong. I think it's seventy six points. 
Yeah. Which is three race wins and then a point. This can be looked up. This can be looked up. Yeah, I mean, I think as soon as you get past a race win, I think you're almost out. Or two race wins, we'll say, because you can have a mechanical fault at any time or someone can crash into you. Mm. I mean, but, we saw that in Austria last year, didn't we? Yeah. Two mercs. But two DNFs now from, <laughs> from like your top guys in a season, it's quite unusual. Yeah, it is. Especially like, so you're looking at like three, four for him to get himself back in. It's not happening. I mean, it, is, it is 76 points, by the way. 76 the gap, points. The gap between Hamilton three races and, and a point. Yeah. Three races and the and fastest lap. lap. Mm. Yeah. Which he did get on uh, on Sunday. Absolute yes. bell end. Vettel. I, 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 oh, yeah, because he cancelled that. Your... Fiver on Lewis Hamilton for oh, to win. And he did it lap. immediately before. Yeah. And by <laughs> such a small margin as well. <laughs> and what makes it worse is Lewis said he could have got an extra second out of that last lap. I know. But... But he got across the line by Lance Stroll's talent. That was how <laughs> fine it was. <laughs> but it's like it's like you said, Vettel sets the fastest lap on a brand new set of softs. Mm-hmm. After which was not point not two four faster than Lewis Hamilton's fastest lap that he yeah. just set on a set of hards that he'd been on for two thirds of the race. Yep. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the difference between what Ferrari have got and what Mercedes have got. Well, well at least on that lap, anyway. The yeah. only thing I would say is those soft tires were falling apart. So this could show another thing of just how badly Ferrari is treating its tires. Yeah, there could be that. If it's could, shredding a yeah, tire yeah. in two laps, all, all of a sudden, by the time he got there, he just you know they weren't fresh tires mm. anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I did I never, think it was odd that they left him so late to bring him in, but. Given That'd that the tyres were knackered towards yeah, the end, yeah. that kind of makes sense. I mean, every, everyone was complaining about the soft tyres this weekend because the track temperatures were somewhere up sort of around about 56, 55 to 57. Mm-hmm. And I think um, it was Daniel Ricciardo that described uh, the tyres as going gooey yeah. because the surface was just too hot for well, the softs. Yeah. Uh, an interesting thing in the paddock pass with uh, Buxton, this yeah. was the paddock pass, um, he had a black mark on his jeans and he pointed out, he said, oh, it looks like I'm wearing uh, dirty jeans. They're not dirty. I knelt down the track before, and this is actually rubber. The, the rubber's that soft on the yeah, surface yeah. that I knelt down in it, and, and it's, stuck, it's stuck rubbed into the jeans. Yeah. Well, as I say, if we move on to Mercedes. Move on, move on to Mercedes. Lewis Hamilton winning with a broken seat. Yes. Yeah. Not just that. I just want, I've got a few statistics to throw you away about oh, Lewis good. Hamilton. Yeah, I love me some which, statistics. Which I will, thro- I will throw some more at you in a bit, which, R- I, uh, which control I think you're, you're aware of. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, tonight the part of Sean is being played by Chris. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if Ferrari have a fairly bad Austrian, like one of their cars doesn't finish, yep. and Hamilton outscores the other Ferrari by 11 points, yep. Hamilton scored the same amount of points as Ferrari. Wow. He's only 11 points behind the entire Ferrari team. That's ridiculous. That is slightly <laughs> mental. Man alive. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, where do you go from there? That's, that's crazy. That's, 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 crazy. that's stolen all the yeah. words. That's PlayStation time. That's PlayStation oh, yeah, yeah. time when you, when, you go when you go for Renault so you haven't got much of a teammate and you win the drivers and constructors on your own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you've got double what Ferrari had. Alone, yeah, <laughs> just by just as driver points. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, if he outscores, say for example, we don't know this is going to happen. Say for example, there's a technical problem and Leclerc retires and Vettel finishes fourth, fifth, and Hamilton wins. Hamilton's got more points than Ferrari. Should we have put a gushing over Lewis Hamilton 
warning at the beginning of this? Uh, no, not particularly. Um, BBC have um, put an article up saying, is he the greatest driver that ever lived? The answer to that is no. Um, he's the best driver around at the moment in the best car. I think you can only decide whether he's the best driver of all time when he retires. I think that's the way it works. Yeah. I personally think he's going to retire the greatest driver of all time. Yeah. I think he's better than Senna. He, yes, um, that's people the, are exploding now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a completely different, completely different era. But I know what you mean. It is There's, very um, difficult, isn't it, to compare era to yeah, era? Yeah, but you've got to, haven't you? I mean, yeah, well, yeah. was Senna better than Jim Clark? Mm, no, probably not. Mm-hmm. Um, but for some, I've said this before on the podcast. It's become sort of like a like a mantra when it comes to Lewis Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton, the early Lewis Hamilton, was quite aggressive exciting always mm-hmm. spectacular yeah you know um but over the years as he's matured he's moved from that senna style of driving to the prost style of driving mm. and don't forget all right okay senna versus prost everybody well most people go for senna because of the the, the romanticized you know version well, of he's senna. done that while still being blisteringly fast as well yeah that absolutely be, but the statistics show that prost was more successful in formula one than senna Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, what would you rather? You know, yeah. Senna three world championships, forty-one wins. Prost four world championships, mm-hmm. fifty-one wins. Yeah, you know, Hamilton's eclipsed both of them now. So say what matter. you'd rather statistically is Hamilton. To be yeah. fair, <laughs> to be fair, Senna was hampered by death. Yeah, of course. But, yeah. um, it's a slight and, hindrance. Yeah. yeah. Now and, I know you didn't. Nobody liked Jean-Marie Balestra, but there's no need to call him death. <laughs> 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 Hampered by Death is also my new metal band. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> With death. a really like angular font so you can barely read yeah. what it says. Yeah. <laughs> if you can read it, you're not heavy enough. <laughs> and w- when you consider as well, you know, Nigel Mansell won his title in 92. He was 40 years old. And Michael Schumacher came back and made driving in his early 40s, you know, to, albeit 20 years mm-hmm. after Mansell had retired. Um, look fairly straightforward. You've got to ask yourself, is Hamilton got another five, six years left in Absolutely. him? Absolutely. If he wants it. If he wants it. He, he said in an interview that he's going to be around for at least another five years. He said a couple of years ago mm. that he didn't want to stick around for too long because he had other projects. So mm. I think he depends what moves he, he's I in. I think really. that, yeah, that, that's it. But Is this the perfect time to throw my stats package in? Yes, <laughs> yeah. please Just do. quickly before you go, I think the difference with Hamilton speaking now and Hamilton speaking a few years ago is uh, when Hamilton won three world championships... I think there was a definite shift when he equaled Senna because he, he, it's almost like he forgot about Senna at that point. Because he surpassed him. All the, everything from then on was about him solidifying Lewis Hamilton in Formula One. Yeah. So, stats package time. Hit me. Yes. Are we looking, we're, we're pretty certain, aren't we, that unless you know disaster happens, Hamilton will be champion this year it doesn't I, look, mm-hmm. Bottas has got a chance of maybe taking it off him but we really need Bottas to improve greatly yeah so at the end of the season we've got what 13 races to go 13 to go 13 races to go and he's what 12 behind Schumacher's all time race records so he's probably probably not going to beat that this season he's also just got his 86 pole so he's 14 away from getting his 100 poles so he won't get that this season he might get that next year mm. if all things carry on. So next year you're going to be looking at Hamilton potentially. As I say, this would be a sixth world championship this year if all form continues. But you'd be looking at Hamilton getting his one hundredth pole, 
breaking Michael Schumacher's race record of 91, which sounds insane, <laughs> and matching him for a seventh world title. Yeah. All in one year. Now, that is... Probably the knighthood. Well, mm. no, it's tantalisingly close for Lewis Hamilton. He's still sure won he British Sports that. Personality of the Year. He'd <laughs> <laughs> still be Andy Murray for coming back for hip surgery. Uh, <laughs> fuck Ryan Giggs. <laughs> yeah. Too many people have already done that. That's his I was going to say, that's how you get an injunction. <laughs> oh, so, sorry. I'm not his brother's wife. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that that's the state of play that I'm we're call at. the lawyer before I jack that. <laughs> no, I think that's factual now because there's that paddy yeah, power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I think yeah, that's that's, that's legitimate news. fair play. <laughs> yeah. So you got for, if you look at how how Formula One has gone from 2014, we're not having a huge rule change really. 2017 was a half step. The huge rule change the next one was maybe 2021, which will happen in 2023. And if it does, if they defer <laughs> it in October to 2023, you could be looking eight maybe nine world championships for Hamilton. I'm not going to say that. I'm not lauding it now saying, Hamilton definitely going to break all these records because he might get to the end of the season and go, you know what, I'm out. He might may well do that. I I don't think he's going to be happy until he beats Schumacher for all of the things. Possibly, because, again, him being such a massive Ayrton Senna fan, Mm -hmm. Schumacher stole Senna's crown. Not stole it, but took Senna's crown, you know, after after Senna died. It It was all Schumacher. And all the records went to Schumacher. So, yeah. Also, I the thing is, you've got, even with, with real changes coming in, Mercedes have got such a strong team together. You'd be an idiot to think that that's all going to get changed by real changes. Do you know what I mean? Mm. They might bunch the field up, and what you're probably going to find is that the midfield will probably come closer to the, to, to the front of the pack but I still think you're going to end up with a championship with Mercedes and Ferrari and Red Bull as the three top teams. Would we not have said this mid-noughties, though, when it was McLaren and Ferrari and then there was the rule change? Was it end of 2008 and then all of a sudden it was Braun and Red Bull? Yeah. I think the only difference there was was they were embroiled in such a championship between themselves mm. that they fucked next year's car they over. They forgot they to overdeveloped develop. Because yeah. it was, it they, was yeah. only that year, really, wasn't it? Yeah. Where everything sort of fell apart. And then everything fell apart from McLaren because they were that wasn't so much a a thing as personnel being stole and stuff like that. But if you've got if you've got a team like Mercedes, which has got the money to A keep its staff happy and keep them on the books and they've got the facilities to do the stuff, then I don't I don't see how they're not gonna be a strong force in Formula One until it would it would take something Toyota like to happen to them where they had to pull a load of money out of the sport for some reason. Which is as what I'm saying, you know, with, yeah. the, with the potential spending cap at the end of 2020, yeah. 2020, you know, possibly going down from, well, they were talking 400 million that Mercedes spend and they were thinking they were going to cut that down to 200 million. Yeah. Uh, that's half. Um, Mercedes apparently and Ferrari want to keep that at two fifty if they can. Yeah, but um, the, the, but that the, would be that would be a big change. Did you actually it, look at this, the pay cap though, where it doesn't include driver salaries? Yeah, but there's a load of things. It's yeah. it, it's talk. It's gonna there's gonna be a there's gonna be a cap a budget cap come in, and there's gonna be nothing <laughs> to do it. Was well, it? The was, thing is, was, was talked about last week where we said that you what, there's no reason why you even with those budget capping rules there's no reason why Ferrari couldn't have a separate division of Ferrari. Exactly. With a completely different name. Well, that just and they just contract it in. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's like the whole um, 
no Red Bull driver is contracted to Red Bull or Toro Rosso. Yeah. They're all contracted to Red Bull, the company. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, there's the, always um, there's always clever accounting and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Well, this that. is the thing as well with the clever accounting. The sort I saw somebody saying that the what you could do because there's no cap on driver salaries is the driver could get paid exponentially millions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I, I, so and the driver <laughs> employs their own team of engineers. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's all managed back through the company. Mm-hmm. That will, I've just I've been paid enough. I'm going to buy my own wind tunnel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, talking of wind tunnels, McLaren are building their own wind tunnel. I forgot to put that on there. Yes, on the I thought they already had that. one. No, the building, they've been using building, Toyota's one in Germany. Oh, right. Okay. They <laughs> didn't have a full size one. Ah. Um. So they are now building an actual full-size wind tunnel. Oh, so have they been having to use models and... Yeah. I see. Anyone would think that they might have not put that lake in and put a wind tunnel in. (laughs) Did you not go to the McLaren Technology Centre? I did, Chris. Does does the McLaren Technology Centre not go underneath that lake? Yes. The McLaren Technology Centre goes underneath most of Surrey. Yeah. (laughs) You see, like I've never been... It's like Teletubby land, isn't it? Or something of a Bond villain. I've never been to Tracy Island. But like, I imagine. I just asked you if you've been to the McLaren Technology. Yeah. <laughs> you know, on Fridays at Thunderbird MP4. <laughs> Fridays at two o'clock, that lake parts and a helicopter flies out of it. <laughs> Still trying to extract the rest of Dennis's ego. Um, going back to the race before we do sort of back any to Mercedes oh, yeah. thing and Mercedes. Hamilton sat off in the lead, never lost the lead for the entire race. Yeah. Well, this even, is why he was the driver of the day. Yeah. In my eyes, I know Lando got driver of the day, but so often drivers that just blitz the competition get forgotten in these things. I mean, it was nice that Norris got given the driver of the day after the slight issues that he had, especially towards the end. But I mean, yeah, let's be honest. I'm I'm calling it as well. Driver of the day should come with a point. If fastest lap comes with a point. Well, no, because yeah. we'll it's, no, it's a bit of a fan, boost. fan boost territory. Yeah, it's, it's a all, bit popularity Which is contest. always the same drivers. It's always... To be fair, uh, I don't mind fan boost. <laughs> what? Fan boost. Yeah. It's always um, Vern, Boemi and Stoffel. But it does encourage <gasps> uh, social media interaction between drivers and people. You've just reminded me. Uh-oh. Are we talking about the worst driver to have ever taken part in the Red Bull program or the worst driver just in the Red Bull team when we were talking before? Oh. Because the worst driver in the Red Bull program, Sebastian Bourdais. Oh, interesting, yeah. Could not, Formula One could not or Scott Speed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, Scott Speed takes it. I don't, I, yeah. takes I don't trust anyone with a surname that sounds like a wine. Sebastian <laughs> Bourdais, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, one so of the that rare... means you, will, you don't trust Jano Trulli? No, <laughs> absolutely not. The, tr- the, the truly trained glasses as well. But, um, the wine Philippe is incredible. Is it good? Is it really? Antoine Hubert. Antoine Hubert. 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 Oh, did they? Yeah, oh yeah, man, Antoine Hubert. Antoine Hubert is a glasses wearer. Oh, gla- mm. yeah, Must be a Bourdain. French he thing. Had... Maybe they don't like the contact. No, 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 a French speaking thing because Jacques did it as well a couple of times. Oh. And Ralph Schumacher actually, he wore glasses, wore glasses inside wore, helmet. Wore glasses under his helmet. Yeah. I know Ricardo Patrese did it in the GP Masters, but that's because Ricardo Patrese was old and a bit blind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's as good a reason as any to wear our glasses. So, Hamilton, Hamilton good, Bottas. All right. Okay. You think? Just per- okay, yeah. Perfect number two performance. He, he, he doesn't want to be number two. No, he doesn't. No. No. Uh, I don't Neither think did Rubens Barrichello. I don't think it's <laughs> Bottas falling backwards. I think it's Hamilton's kicked up. Yeah, a Hamilton gear early. styled it in. No, I he? think Bottas is back to being Bottas. He kept himself 1.0. kept himself ahead of Leclerc. If he'd fallen behind Leclerc, fair enough. Yeah, but I think that's that's because the car was just 
The Ferrari's car have fell further behind Mercedes. I'd be asking big questions if the if a Ferrari got in the mix as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't, like you say, it it just depends how Bottas handles it now because he he's either going to have to make the decision of whether he wants to be a Mercedes driver or whether he can uh, uh, or whether he moves. No, he no, he doesn't. He has to make the decision now as whether or not he ever wants to be world champion. Oh, that's what that will that's what I mean because he's not going to be a world champion. Well, Lewis Hamilton's in Mercedes, or unless there's could have some... said that about Rosberg. No, because Rosberg is much better than Valtteri Bottas, much better, but not quite as finish. No, <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, I, like eighteen seconds behind your teammate, though. Mm. It's not good. One of the worst qualifying performances ever. <laughs> <laughs> Are you listening, Mahavir Ranganathan? Oh, yeah. Uh, hang on. Let me uh, just read out that thing for, for Ranganathan. He's been banned, hasn't he, from the next Formula 2 race? Yes. Yes. For many, many things. Well, hang on a second. I'm going to read them all out because well, I screenshotted them. He was already on three penalty points for going past the checkered flag yeah. twice. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> so, uh, he in just one race, the Indian driver racing with a Dutch license received nine points for in just one race by infringing the VSC procedure the three times that it was required. Ranganathan has already collected more penalty points in other rounds this year. At Bahrain, he passed the chequered flag twice and was penalised for the following <laughs> race. In Baku, he failed to stop at the Weybridge when signalled to during practice, then overtook a rival before the safety car line during a restart in the sprint race. Don't forget, while we're on him in Baku, the 28-point Austin Powers-style turn on one of the escape It was stunning. In Monaco, he was penalised twice in the feature race for leaving the track and gaining an advantage and for colliding with Jack Aitken. In the sprint race, he collected another penalty, driving through the pit lane exit at the start to the first corner, to cut the first corner. So we've had, what, four rounds of F2? It's a good job he's not in Formula 1. Five, and he's banned from the next one. It's a good job he's not in Formula 1, because with all those penalties, it's probably like death now in (laughs) Formula (laughs) (laughs) 1. You've got both hands on the steering wheel, five seconds. It's like FP1, FP2, and just in between... uh, the GP2s coming out to qualify is like it gets short, in the way. short yeah. hanging. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the change of the new weekend is it going to bring the sprint execution on a Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> so how did we uh, how did we do with some of the countries they race in Formula One would actually do that? Yeah. yeah, I think I did badly. I think I did badly. I, I, I was okay actually. What, we'll, we'll do, I thought we'll, Ferrari would be good, and I was wrong. We'll do the people that aren't in the room first. Right. Um, guest predictor, which last week was Kieran Thompson, who you can hear every Sunday night at seven with his new music show on Vectis Radio. Mm-hmm. Yes. Has played you before, Chris? Has played me before. Has also played Lee's band before, I believe. Thank you. And uh, uh, was was invited by myself to come and watch the busted gig that's happening in Douglas tonight. <laughs> oh yes. Uh, but he's already seen them this year ah. uh, in in a venue much bigger than the one at the bottom of the road. He's quite surprised when I, I told him that busted were playing a fifteen hundred capacity venue. I almost went because Cobus. Uh, you can't pronounce his name because it's surname because it's tooth South African. Um, <laughs> he was their recording drummer, and he's my favourite drummer. All oh, right, okay. But then I found out, like he's literally, a couple of days ago, he's not the touring drummer. Okay. So yeah. I, 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 I didn't have to go and watch. My former colleague's band are supporting him with um, their their bass player is my former colleague who is one of the few people that's actually taller than you, Flood. Ben, uh, Mike, Mike Summers. Oh yeah, 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 I know Mike, yeah. 
Six foot, six foot nine, I think he is. Yeah, something like he's that. Wow, basketballer. <laughs> he's he's actually taller than our guitarist. Mm. So well, whilst holding his guitar in the air. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's have a look. So, Kieran's predictions was an angry Vettel win, Bottas second, Hamilton third. So that's four points that goes on the guests. Mm-hmm. Dan went for a Hamilton win, Bottas second. And Hulkenberg third. Six points. Wasted it, I think. Wasted, wasted his prediction. Hulkenberg third place. Well, yeah. it's Wild. never happened. No, it hasn't, no. <laughs> and it probably never will. Mm, we'll see. Poor Hulkenberg. Right. Chris. Oh, dear. Yes. Leclerc win. <laughs> no. Hamilton second. No. Vettel third. No. Two points. points. Two points was that. Sean. Bottas win. Hamilton second. Leclerc third. Five points. Yeah, that's the, that's the right notes in the wrong order job. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Lee. Paul knows yep. all about that. <laughs> is there a bat? No, there's, there's a, a massive, massive moth. moth land like, it the looks window. like a Jesus. bat. Oh, God, it is about the size of a bat. <laughs> I'm taking a photo of that. It does look like a small bat. In the meantime, Lee, Vettel win. Nope. Hamilton second. Bottas third. Two points. Mm. And I went for a Hamilton win. Leclerc second. And Verstappen third. Four points. So what does that do at the table? I am currently leading with 37, and it's all getting a little bit uh, little bit close and bunched up <laughs> behind. Lee, Chris, and Dan all on 26 points. Ooh, okay. But we're getting crushed. Guest predictors on 23, and Sean on 21. I've so started now. I've started. <laughs> Entering the Hamilton mode. Yeah, I was just going to say, Sean doesn't usually get good till mid-season, so it should work out. <laughs> summer, 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 summer break. break. Yeah. 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 yeah, this is why I'm trying to get as much of a lead as possible before the summer break, <laughs> so I have more chance when I fall But well, we've got more predictions to do, haven't we? There are more predictions to do, but what do we reckon for heroes and villains for this oh. weekend? This McLaren, weekend just heroes. gone. This weekend just gone. Heroes, oh. definitely McLaren. Heroes, McLaren. Uh, once again, villains being penalties, just because it's once again all that the was taken system, away. Not, not the stewards or the... Well, no, kind of the stewards. I I think... Because they've now set a precedent where they have to do it every time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's, it's going away from what we decided... Uh, or we decided. We decided, yeah. yeah. Three legs, four wheels that are in charge of F1. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I tell you what, we couldn't be doing a worse job. Um, but it was decided that the the whole let them race attitude was going to be in, and it doesn't feel like a let them race attitude. No. I mean, it could be, it could be worse. Anyone see the Formula E Saturday afternoon? No. Oh. <laughs> Said the entire world. Putting it... that incredibly yeah. tight chicane that was one point zero one cars wide. Yeah. Mm. What Just was, after the start line. How long was it, was it into the race that the red flag happened? Was it 55 seconds? About 54, 55, yeah. yeah. Right, tremendous. Yeah. Okay, get it. And then fuck all else happened after that. Because oh. they'd all learnt their lessons. And so they couldn't do anything. politely poodled around in a nice little neat line. Unusual Formula E. Formula E at least usually has some action. Mm. Yeah, it's a shame. Uh, it well, had too much action too soon. And yeah. then everyone got mm. cold feet. But they were racing next to a bear pit. Because there's with a, a bear, with a bear in it, there's a zoo in the middle of Burn, mm. and it has bears, like a Nickelodeon host. Too much action, too soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, news, newsy stuff. We've got a theory about Alonso between the lot of us. Well, many theories, many multiple, theories, multiple yeah. theories. But they're all adding up to the same thing. Alonso's coming back to Formula One. I've started to think that Alonso is like a constant in time and space. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's completely done with McLaren now. Yes, I agree. 
There are there have been multiple reports, haven't there? Yeah, Kamoa sponsorship has disappeared from Lando Norris. Yeah, Lando Norris had a like bare head this weekend. He had no cap. Mm-hmm. Well, he if you remember, there was the announcement, wasn't there, when when Alonso said that he was not going to be doing Formula One this year. He announced that uh, that Lando Norris would be the Kamoa Formula One athlete, mm-hmm. if you remember. And mm-hmm. suddenly this weekend, there's no Kamoa. Was Kamoa in the car? It was the official surfwear brand of McLaren. But well, was it still on the car? I think it was on there somewhere, wasn't it? I Just didn't little... see it, but I don't know. It might be. But, what, I don't think it was this weekend. Away. It Tell, used to tellingly, be. it's still up. There's still a Kamoa logo on the website in the partners section, but on the media section of McLaren's website, the Kamoa logo mm. isn't there with all right. the partners. And Sean was saying that all of Fernando Alonso's yes, stuff is if now you on want sale. if you want a cheapy McLaren Kamoa hat, they're now only like thirty one dollars rather than thirty five. It's a nice word, isn't it? Kamoa. What, Kamoa. Yeah. It sounds like some sort of bear. It's like it'll be a native to Australia. Hawaiian. <laughs> I was going to say it's Hawaiian because it's surfy. Yeah, but it's, it sounds like a bear, like a some sort of native, like um, fluffy thing. Also, I think like a koala. Yeah, but Kamo- it, it would be part of the family. Okay. <laughs> um, fair enough. Um, yeah, Ma- McLaren have also said that Alonso is now not doing any more testing for them. Mm. And will not be considered the reserve driver for the rest of the season. Which is now Sergei Sorokin. As a share deal with mm. Renault. Um, so timeshare Russian, yeah, <laughs> Russian timeshare. Hang on, wait. Oh no, the call, Ven- the call Venturi now. Yeah. The, uh, hashtag hashtag impulse buy. Yeah. <laughs> but Sergey Sorokin obviously was impulse uh, hashtag girl links <laughs> or acts for the Americans. Sergey Sorokin was part of the Renault program. Yes. Left Renault to join Williams for last season, mm-hmm. and then became Renault's reserve driver for this year. Mm. Uh, but he's now also McLaren's reserve driver for this year. So, you know, and that's and there's still more chance of me getting a Formula One drive. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but the the important thing is it's not Alonso. So it looks like Alonso has cut ties with McLaren, mm-hmm. which is completely apt. I Alonso so. cuts ties with McLaren. McLaren have their best weekend in years. Yeah. You couldn't write it, could you? <laughs> <laughs> which leads us to think if Alonso is coming back to F1, it will be with a different team. I'm inclined to agree with what Lee's theory is. Ooh. Hulkenberg's on his way out. <laughs> Renault and Alonso will be back in that seat. I, it's either going to be a Renault or it's going to be a um, Ferrari, I think. But the only the only thing I've got with that is Alonso keeps saying he's only coming back to Formula One if he if he's in a, a championship winning car. If he can win, he said. That's yeah. his words, I think. So, does he? Do you have the faith in Renault to think if? If Alonso comes back, it's going to be a two-year contract. I thought you know, it would be like a year contract with an option for a yeah. second year, depending on what goes down, because uh, that seems to be standard Formula One contracts these days, doesn't it? Um, do you think Re- uh, Renault can be in the ch- in the position that Alonso would want them to be in in say twenty twenty one? Ferrari certainly mm. out of the position. I think I the just- big. Sorry, go on. So I was going to say, just for a little bit of clarity, the whole Hulkenberg on his way out thing is that Cyril Abutable said at the weekend that they may be looking beyond Hulkenberg mm. for next mm. season because his contract's up at the end of the year. Well, do you remember last week uh, before that, I pointed out that he seemed so subdued in the interviews. Makes sense now. Mm. Yeah, yes, of course, they shift Gasly back to Toro Rosso for next season and stick Hulkenberg in the Red Bull. Well, Hulkenberg's being connected, hasn't it? Uh, That, to me, would make sense because if you you were Hulkenberg, even if it's just a year's contract um, and you you haven't done what you wanted to do, you've made an absolute skip load of money. Make some money, probably get your podium finally. 
Nope. You know you're going to be number two to Verstappen anyway. Yeah, so. but and at very least, if you can compare favourably to Verstappen, it raises your own stock. Mm-hmm. Mm. If nothing else, you are hopefully going to have a chance of winning a race in a race-winning car. Unless, I think, and he'll always have more Le Mans victories <laughs> than Verstappen. I wouldn't what? say always. <laughs> <laughs> so, trying yeah. to say something there? Yeah, I was going to say, I think the biggest sticking point for Alonso to Renault is going to be salary. Because uh, Ricardo's already on like 20 odd million. Um, Hulkenberg, his salary is ridiculous. It's not like 500,000. It's, it's absolutely oh, it? nothing wow. compared to what Ricardo's on. It's, it's all sponsorship and bonuses, isn't it? Yeah. But the thing is, it's a multi year deal with um, Ricardo. With Ricardo. And Renault have got the money. If Renault want to give uh, Fernando Alonso 10 million a year, They've got the money to do it. But would he want 10 million if his teammates on double that? No, but his teammates on double that over what, five years? No, no, it's an it's annual salary. Oh, is it an his annual, annual salary? salary Renault, is paid him, Renault paid him a ridiculous amount to come to Renault. Wow. Oh, yeah, he's doing well, even though Jesus. his results are shit. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I thought that must have, I thought that would have been his whole deal. No. No, well, this, is, this, isn't like, <laughs> this isn't like one of those NFL contracts where they say, oh, he's signed for five years and it's worth up to 80 million. This no is... wonder he went to Renner. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's so smiley. He's he... just bought Tasmania. But he was on like one, 1. 1.5 million or something like that for Red Bull. Yeah, you know, the, like that, yeah. And now he's on about that per race. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, the, um... I, think, I think he's worth it. He is like one of the top... Uh, if anyone could be worth fucking 20 million a year. I wouldn't but, mind Hulkenberg to Ferrari if Seb goes. I could see that. He's already been linked with Ferrari and he did say that, didn't he? he uh, in it, an would, interview it would also, um, I think it was uh, Rubber that pointed out, pointed this one out to us on a message last night. Mm-hmm. It would be good for Ferrari to have the number 27 back on the car. It would. That's a good point. Why? That was one of Ferrari's traditional numbers. It was Gilles Villeneuve's number. Oh, was it? Fra- I didn't Ferrari, know. Ferrari always wanted uh, 27 and 28. On the oh, right. Unless they won the world championship and they ran one and two, they were always 27 and 28. Do you not think there's... Apart from the season where McLaren were 27 and 28 because they had all their points taken off them the, the year before. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget my Kimi um, theory that the reason he got given two years in, in Salba was because they wanted, they wanted Kimi somewhere safe in case Seb retired. <laughs> yeah. No, I believe that. And Kimmy's doing well too. So I, I see no reason why he couldn't be brought back into Ferrari and do his last year in Formula One with Ferrari um, bef- Well, to give them a year to sort out what the fuck they're going to do. Yeah. But I, I'm still, I still, I, th- I think it's more likely, given where Ferrari are, given what, uh, they've cut the fucked it this year, and like uh, Scarves was saying, they seem to have backed themselves into a corner development wise. Uh, we can't, they've fixed the engine issue, they've fixed the engine def- deficit to Mercedes. So, you've got to think next year. I know we always say this about Ferrari, <laughs> but if they know they've, they've, they've got on top of the engine and they've made a mess of the car era wise you've got to think they're going to be able to fix this problem going forward. Well, McLaren changed their aero philosophy slightly. They yeah. changed their front wing and then changed bits of the car behind yeah. the front wing and look where they've exactly. suddenly ended up. I, I, I don't, look, don't look for them at the start of these aero regulations. Look yeah. for them at the end. <laughs> See, I mean, we blame Bonotto for a lot of the issues Ferrari are having. But again, 
the people that are actually in the know of Formula One seem to think Bonotto is doing a really good job. Yeah. So if this is going to be the building year for Bonotto, he's already been in Ferrari. It would be interesting to know. Sorry, he's been in Ferrari for a long time. It would be interesting to know which side of the Alonso fence he falls upon. Because it was, uh, who was your man? Um, oh, silver-haired guy that was in Ferrari. Arrigo Bene? No. Luca de Montezemolo. Luca de Montezemolo. Um, it was him that soured the relationship between Ferrari and Alonso. Because but he it, was already left by then, wasn't he? Because Domenicali was team boss when... Yeah, no, but he was still in the area wasn't he yeah he, yeah he was like he was moved up to managing director yes or something, wasn't yeah, he? yeah. Like il capo but he <laughs> was he was the one that started when ferrari wasn't getting the results started pointing the finger at alonso even though he dragged a ferrari to wins mm-hmm. you know uh, over the course of him being there so it just makes me wonder whether enough of ferrari isn't there now where is ferrari different enough where the the needle between alonso and ferrari doesn't matter anymore because when you look at Sebastian Vettel as your number one, and you look at Fernando Alonso, who like people seem fan wise, people seem to have soured on Fernando Alonso a little bit. I think when you read comments and stuff, but um, you can't deny the fact that apart from McLaren making a bollocks of the last Indy up, he's been nothing but successful outside of Formula One. As soon as you've given that man a car capable of winning races and doing well, yeah. he's done well in it. Yeah, I mean, he was the best, you know, he was in the better of the two Toyotas across the WEC season. Yeah, we did um, have a tweet from, I think it was um, Guest 5, who said that, uh, yes, Alonso did throw away a championship in 2007. That That is true. Him and Hamilton between them threw away that championship and gave I th- it to Raikkonen. I think McLaren threw that championship away. And I still think Alonso, um, Alonso if, if everything's equal was a better driver than Hamilton, and I don't think Hamilton I think should... he was a better driver than Hamilton that year. Yeah, yeah. But I, d- I, don't think he, I don't think Hamilton should have been on equal terms with him. I think the only reason that you they were that as close to each other as they were is because that team was swung heavily in Hamilton's favour. That only happened later on in the seasons. I've been, I've been reading up about this. Mm-hmm. After the Hungary incident. And it, was, um, it wasn't as late as Hungary. I think mm-hmm. it was... I think it might have been Germany was the first time that Alonso and Hamilton had equal fuel in qualifying. Yeah. Uh, because Hamilton was practically outperforming Alonso. And this, this, is, this is in the days when you had to put the fuel in for qualifying that you were going to start the race with. Yeah. And Alonso was always in a lighter car. Yeah, but I don't believe that Ron Dennis treated Alonso and Hamilton equally. We've seen it. We, we've seen it. If... Uh, if Ron Dennis gets the horn for someone, we've seen it before. Look what it was like with K-Mag. Like literally flying around the world with K-Mag to try and find sponsorship for him to keep yeah. it, keep him in. Yeah. I mean, it, it, um, it was accused of always doing it with Hakkinen as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's, uh, don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with that. But I think when you bring a multiple world champion into a team and then you bring your rookie driver in, I'm not saying Alonso should have preferential treatment, but I think equal treatment is the least you can fucking ask for well, here. Yeah. I don't believe there was equal treatment there. Okay. I think McLaren lost that championship. Well, certainly, certainly more things that got wrong than right that year. Yeah. But that was 12 years ago now. 
Uh, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck it. (laughs) We were all younger then. That's fact. That that is a fact. (laughs) 12 years before that, Damon Hill hadn't even won a world championship. I was actually young. Really? Yeah, it's... (laughs) I was middle aged. To be honest, you you were young, you were well young, you were young. Yeah, it's pretty young. Yeah, I've already done that joke. You can't do it at me. <laughs> should we do an Austria preview? I think we should do an Austria preview. I'm too depressed to try and make jokes. <laughs> and the world cheers. <laughs> yeah, Austrian Grand Prix this weekend, Red Bull Ring. Um, would I be right in thinking time-wise, it's the shortest on the calendar because it's inching ever closer to the one-minute lap. Yeah, it is, yeah. isn't it? Uh, I don't know the time. Is it time? Is it Monza the fastest? How Mon- Monza the... is the fastest, like flat out lap, isn't but it? Average speed. Because it's so fast, don't you get through the the laps quicker than you do on a slightly slower circuit? Because it's yeah. seventy one laps, isn't it, around Austria? Whereas yeah, only like, like sixty or something, or fifty eight. I wonder if there's a chance of the one minute lap this year. Can't be far away. Know. Was it one minute what two the, the qualifying the time last, last year? year? I am just looking this up. I want to say it's a one oh two four five seven. And these Good teams Lord. have been surprisingly <laughs> quick, haven't they? It's been surprisingly quick this this time around. Uh, I, I think one oh three point one three oh. Right, worth maybe, a shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not make up three so but we will mm. I, I reckon we might be looking at a one one. One oh one. Yeah. yeah. I think we could get into the one oh ones this time. Um, in which case is that almost negated as a Formula One circuit? A, a minute a lap? Uh, I think in these situations, you um, they should lengthen the race. Because the, la- the lap is longer the distance, than Monaco, though, isn't, it? isn't it? In distance, yeah, but the lap is still longer. That's right. yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think they do it the wrong way. Yeah, but a Grand Prix is a distance. Yeah. You have to go to a certain mm-hmm. distance, and then it's the finish line after that mm-hmm. distance. It's, yeah. uh, what is it? I want to I say it's the lap that takes you over 300 kilometers plus one lap yeah i'm oh no i know that i'm just mean i think it's wrong i think they should do it on a time basis you know not not like as a time thing but your laps should be whatever gets you closest to like one hour one and a half hours yeah well what's monaco 78 laps so yeah i think austria austria 77 71 71 sorry yeah I mean, if, let's say they did get to a one-minute lap. A fucking, what, 56-lap? A 56-minute race is not ideal. No, 71-minute race. 71, is it 71 laps? 70, it? 71 laps. But um, it just seems weird. So an hour and 10 minutes, done. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, your, yeah. your race lap speed is never going to be as quick as... Yeah, I mean, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Fast, mm. fastest lap last year was 106.9, mm-hmm. uh, which was actually done by Kimmy. Yes, yeah, so you're looking roughly an hour, 20 on minutes. His, on his last lap. Yeah, it was a minutes. it was a shenanigans race last year, though, wasn't it? There was mm. the Mercedes is both broke down and Verstappen yeah, won point, somehow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the Dutch were happy. Right, right in front of the um, what was it? The Dutch village. Somebody, somebody sent us um, a couple of videos. So one of our listeners from Holland, surprisingly enough, <laughs> sent us a couple of videos of um, before the win and. After the win. <laughs> oh, this is where the Austrian flag doesn't match up on the seats, yes, isn't it? It's amazing. Yes, slightly yeah. staggered. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, great. Oh, first Austrian Grand Prix without Nicky Lauda as well, so it's probably going to be some sort of tribute to Nicky, I would imagine. So I'd hope so. We're going to be seeing um, lots of orange and lots of red hats. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Free, free red caps handed out, I would imagine. Would um, I mean, it's, it's, it's a power circuit, definitely. Yep. Ferrari um, should be good. Do you know what? I think uh, I think we'll see a decent performance from Lance Stroll in this because there are a lot of straights with a ninety degree corner at the end. That's his speciality. I think I think the last two races, yeah, it is a speciality, but I think I think the last two races have shown us a, 
a turn from Lance. So I'm not saying he's going to be a world champion, but no, he's he might. Got his feet under the table. But he now, might be he? Pedro Dines. <laughs> he's got his feet under the table. At you're nicking my point. you're nicking my lines. I wrote that this weekend. No, we said it last week on the podcast. Did we? Yes. Oh, <laughs> like so you've said, nicked someone else's line mine. then. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that was it. That was in the silly season one that I wrote. Yeah, he's he's, he's more Pedro Dines than Ricardo Rossett. I, I, I didn't say Ricardo Rossett, but <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's fine. It was an article. No one would notice. People don't read anymore. You should have made a YouTube vid. The thing is, <laughs> do you remember last year when the Mercedes broke down? I would down? do, but you've got the lights. I don't. Oh, what happened to them? I threw them away. They were taking up too much space. I did say. <laughs> when the Mercedes broke down, if you remember, it was a big, big deal. It was like, oh my God, Mercedes have broken down. What the hell's going on here? And it was big for the championship. Doesn't matter if if Hamilton breaks down, he still leads the championship. If, if he, yeah, <laughs> you know Bottas is thirty six points behind him, so mm-hmm. you know doesn't matter what, what what happens in Austria. Yeah, what happens in Austria stays in Austria. Yeah, and Bottas is X amount of points. It must be about forty ish points by by mm-hmm. by that from ahead of Vettel. So even if they do both break down, they're, they're gonna leave the championship. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. I my, for me the interest of this race. Is Sebastian Vettel and his recovery from yeah. what happened, not just in Canada, but what just happened in France as well? Mm. I mean, you'd, you'd think with it being a power circuit and heavy on the straights, this would be a Ferrari-friendly circuit if they've got the straight line speed. Well, you'd have thought that, but you'd have thought that about Paul Ricard's circuit as well. Mm. And it's it's clear whatever whatever they, whatever Mercedes were kind of giving away in. Straight line speed to Ferrari seems to have disappeared somewhere down the line. God knows what's going to happen when Mercedes bring the next, uh, well, next the thing back is, engine. Mercedes are really, really good round the corners. Yeah. Also, the only place hotter than uh, where, where they're predicting Austria to be next this coming weekend is Hades. So that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not, not yeah. fucking good for Ferrari and either. And they're not having a Grand Prix there until after the summer break. No. <laughs> yeah. they, they needed to have at least worse human rights violations before they can even think about having a Grand <laughs> yeah, Prix it, there. It, they reckon the weekend will be 40 degrees in Paris. So you're mm-hmm. looking probably 42, 43 maybe in Austria, Spielberg. Yeah. So yeah, it's going to be really, really track hot Track temperatures in are going to be interesting. Yeah, I um, mean, it was what? It was 55 uh, track temperature mm-hmm. at Le Castellet and that was 25 air temperature. Yeah. So, yeah. What are the um, tyres? I am just about to look this one I up. I think it's C2, C3, C4. I think it's the middle right three. Right in the middle. Yeah. So, so, what, so. The, the same that they used this weekend just gone then. They will just yes. help. Well, yeah. Because that didn't work properly. Off the top of my head as well, I think it is Ferrari that have gone with the more hard tyres. It's interesting, isn't it? I mean, uh, you don't usually see the teams going for the harder tyre. But it seems to be yeah, the way it's, this it's year. It's the way this year. Ever, it's always been like the, the, the softs to qualify and then the mediums as the race tyre. Yeah. Right. Mixed strategies. I'm going, going on the article that you've written on here, Sean. Oh, God. Uh, Hamilton <laughs> and Vettel <laughs> have if I gone got it for right. two sets of hards. Uh, Bottas and Leclerc won for mediums. Someone's gone wild on the mediums. Uh, it's Leclerc. Leclerc. He's gone for five sets. Is it Leclerc or Verstappen? It's Leclerc. Verstappen's only gone for four. That could hurt Leclerc. Um, I don't know because it was the mediums that seemed to be performing the best in the temperatures in France. Yeah, but it's going to be even hotter. It's going to be even hotter. And don't forget, it was Lewis Hamilton that dominated the race on the hearts. True. 
I think Ferrari need every last bit of advantage they can get. Mm-hmm. Um, Hamilton's on two mediums, Bottas on three, Vettel on four, Leclerc on five. And on the softs, Hamilton and Bottas both on nine and both Ferraris on seven. So just for once, a mixture of strategies between all the top four. Mm-hmm. Which is unusual because it usually ends up with everyone everyone going for the same. Have Williams gone for loads of hard tyres? No. <laughs> has, has anyone gone for loads of hard tyres? No one has more than two. Oh, I disappoint. I yeah, Will, Williams have gone with like all softs. Yeah, they have. They, they must be Kubitz planning like doing? a three stopper or something. Kubitz has gone for nine sets of softs. Uh-huh. I don't know what Kubitz is doing, but I know. What, sorry, I don't know what he's going to do in the race, but I know he's definitely not doing right now. Mm. Juggling. <laughs> yeah, he might be. That might be really good at one-handed uh, juggling. What? <laughs> it's just called throwing flood. <laughs> <laughs> Can we do some predictions? Yeah, let's do that. Why not? Right. Uh, let's have a look. At I'm going to win this one, hand down. Oh. Uh, you've already made that. Hands work. down. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, hands. You ran from Austria. <laughs> right. Let's have a look. Guest predictor this week is our biscuit supplier, James Sutty Corbett. Thank you, James Sutty. Uh, and he has gone for a Hamilton win, Bottas second, and Vettel third. And he thinks that Verstappen will get the fastest lap. Okay. And then Dan. He is going for Hamilton, Bottas, Verstappen. I mean, Verstappen won last year, but shenanigans. Mm. Also, for the Red Bull is nowhere near as good as it was last year. The car might be, the engine isn't. Oh, the car is. I think they've, got, they've, they've just not got it together. I don't, I don't know. I think Look at Monaco. Last year they were trying to win Monaco. Yeah, true. They did, did they win? Ricardo. Won. Yeah, yeah, Ricardo. yeah, they won. Yeah, yeah. This year was the the time penalty and the mm-hmm. shitty overtake attempt into the chicane, and everyone got bored anyway. Yes, <laughs> we've had some shit races this season. Yeah, we need a good one. Would you a good one? I think there's only been like only like yeah, Monaco is just a Monaco. Mm. The only shit has been France, like really boring race. I don't I think, know. I'm I think struggling to remember what's happened in some of the yeah, other we've, ones. Yeah, we've, we've had nothing like, like obviously Canada's been the best race we've had this year, but yeah. I don't I don't think there's been anything. I don't know that Canada's the best race we've had this year. There was I don't think there's anything been offensively bad, right? Apart from France. Mm. Still need a better one this weekend. Anyway, who's going for a prediction first? I'll go prediction. I'll okay, go. Hang on, let me type this in. Yep. I'll go Bottas win. Yep. Hamilton second. Okay. Leclerc third. Right. Who's up next? I will go for Hamilton win. Yeah. Vettel second. Yeah. Leclerc third. Okay. Lee, you're still pondering. I'll, I'll go before you go. On, be yeah, yeah. I can't be accused of doing the same. <laughs> uh, I am going to go for a Hamilton win. Bottas second. And Vettel third. That's unfortunate. <laughs> Are you going to go for that as well? I, I am going to go. The top three in the championship. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> okay. In fact, no, I'll swap, I'll swap it around. I'll go Hamilton win, Vettel second, Bottas third. Okay. Right, I'll get those on the website. Mm-hmm. And if you want to play along with the predictions, we've got one set up for the listeners. Just go to threelegsforwheels.com. Have a look on the game section. 
and go for um, Prediction League 2019. Mm. Heroes and villains. Um, we need some heroes and villains. Pirelli, Heroes. hero and villain. Potential, <laughs> potential for both. Blowouts yeah. in the race, which makes it exciting. But villainous purely because there are blowouts in the race, mm-hmm. which ruins the race for some drivers. <laughs> we'll, en- we'll enjoy watching people struggle as fans. Drivers will hate every second of it. Yeah, yes. and there'll be lots of fallout. I think Pirelli's going to be the villain but n- and not the hero because the tyres are going to be in that situation where they just don't race each other like they weren't racing each other in uh, France. I think we're going to have an- we're going to have another shit race and. Like it's it, it's going to go out of proportion on f- like social media and stuff of what should be done with Formula One. Burn it, burn it with fire. <laughs> yeah, uh, hero McLaren will be hero. They're going to do well again. Fair enough. Uh, Vi- villain as well for awkward native dancing and pre-race ceremony like oh, we like had in France. Oh, we'll have the milkmaids. Like we, had, we had the weird fucking ninja stitch thing that's stealing have, the trophy. Can we have what children the singing national France? anthems? Like that one overly enthusiastic out-of-tune child yeah. in France. Can, can I just point out as well, Should have left the her trophies on the grid. in France. <laughs> what? The trophies in France. Why were they different colours this time? I know they were colours of the French flag, because but why when, was... When they gets the white trophy. When they were on the podium, the it second, looked like a French flag because they were in the right order. Second gets the blue trophy, and third yep. gets the... There's a conspiracy there because the man in the Ferrari suit got the red trophy. Yeah, conspiracy. Yeah. I wonder if it was arranged so that that would happen. Well, Hamilton's wearing white overalls. He got mm-hmm. a white, white trophy. Bottas is for Finland. Blue yeah, trophy. he has yeah. like the blue gloves yeah. and the accessories. Yeah. yeah. And generally wears a blue hat when he's mm-hmm. being interviewed. Leclerc. Mm-hmm. Red outfit, red trophy. Fix. Oh, so you're right. I'm <laughs> digging this. It's a, so, it's, so it's not a fix for Ferrari and... Uh, and it was arranged. Yeah. It was and Bottas. Talk- it was also racist. Yeah. Talk- <laughs> talking of um, podium things, I saw at the end of the F3 race when the drivers were coming out onto the podium, um, outside the cool-down room, they had a specific hat room with... I have never seen so many baseball caps with team logos on in one place at once. I think what the, what they actually have there is every team hat in every conceivable size that a driver or a uh, team member might wear on the podium, and they just hand them out and they don't have to adjust them. Because th- they had at least fifty Mercedes caps in this room behind the podium for the drivers. Maybe it's just the merch room. Yeah, maybe, it maybe could just be the the, the staff. Yeah. Swag chamber. Totally, just go in there, pick up a couple. I don't yeah. wear caps. My ha- my head does not suit baseball. Or the caps. stitching no. just isn't quite right of them, and like Fred sells them out the back of the truck. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we should do it in the same way as the NFL draft, because when when the NFL do their annual draft and the players come on, they always get given a shirt with their name on it in the first round and number one, and they've actually got someone's nana backstage stitching the names on as the player gets announced. They should okay. do that in F one. I think not got a printing shop. I think it is printed for the um, for the draft. I think actually. no, the, no, the patches are sewn on. Okay, they did it behind behind the scenes before this year's draft. Good lord! The whole thing takes three nights, but they have three weeks of pre blurb. And you have a problem with fan boost? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because it's falsifying a result, isn't it? <laughs> At least it's not like to slave labouring a nana. <laughs> <laughs> Nana's love sewing. It's, if you looked into that room, you'd notice if you look out the window, there's like catch nets around <laughs> it. So that she can't escape. <laughs> Shall we shunt it? Yes, let's. I need to find it. Oh, for God's sake. I know, I know. I, I, was, I, know. I was giving you enough build-up for that one. I didn't know it was coming. I'm not psychic. 
It is next on the list, isn't it? It is next. Total Total Shun always comes after the preview. And the predictions. Because there's a fucking order to this show. (laughs) (laughs) Carefully prepared. What's written down in this book going back to... Episode 86. 86 was the first one in this book. We're running out of books. We are running out of books. Mainly because I was born. Oh, God. Uh, uh, He's suddenly ready. Who sent it? I'm fucking fucking the order around. I'll tell you once we're finished. Uh, no, this was by uh, Tom Sands, and he, he even helped me say his second name. Thank you very much. <laughs> I like the little pause between the first name and the surname. We knew it was going to be a good surname. Then. Yeah, well, I, I, I had to read the sentence that explained it. Ah. No, he's, got, he's, got, he's got a middle name, but it's silent. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Tom has um, started off Total Shunt with the correct three it words. It sounds like it, yes. I think that, that was like my favorite NWA lyric. They put out, they put out my name with silence because because my identity by itself causes violence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was born in 1976. Okay. okay. I've got to wake the well, child. Do, do, is that we've been too loud? Maybe a little. Sorry. Hey, 76 was a good year for F1. Yeah. Uh, I started racing at the age of seven. Standard, really. Yeah. yeah. I have been teammates with Roman Grosjean. Oh, God, poor sod. And live to tell the tale. <laughs> so, someone who is Formula 40, one team. 43, they, this person would be. Okay, so, this Formula year. 1 teammates with Roman Grosjean? You just said teammates. So that yeah, now, this, yeah, he did, he did the world endurance, didn't he? So, he would have had teammates, literal people who shared yeah. a car with mm. him. Who were his teammates in, in World Endurance? can't remember, because wasn't paying much attention then, because he was some random oik who we never really <laughs> cared about. PK Jr. is not 40-something yet, is he? He is no. not. And I don't think they were teammates, were they? He replaced oh, PK Jr. Yeah, he yeah. Brought, so Kovalainen then, was it, that, that's not that old? Not quite that remember. old, no. I can't remember somebody. Somebody who was driving for Renault back then. Yeah, I think I think Grosjean's most senior F1 teammate would be Raikkonen, but he's not he's quite. Not, what, he's that. forty, isn't he? Yeah. Or thirty-nine. I think he's forty this year. Yeah. I think because his, when his contract expires with Alpha, I'm pretty sure he's, he's like forty-one or yeah. nearly forty-two. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So who are we going to go for? It's going to be some. Going to be someone that was. Uh, are we w, not still on so question one? Do no, we need to go with was, was that? I stopped was paying that two attention. Or three? Two, that was three. That was oh, three. Was excuse three? me. Okay. What was the second one? I started racing at the age oh, of seven. Of course okay. it was. Yeah. So we flew through them, didn't we? Um, Timo Glock. I don't think he's that old. No. I think he's a sort of late thirties. Neil Yarney. Not hugely up on the Neil Yarney. He's been around WEC for years. Fair enough. Yeah, go on then. That'll do. We haven't got anyone better. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I finished in second place at Spa. Now again, which Spa could be an F1 Spa, could be a WEC Spa. Um, Lots of events at Spa. I'm thinking it's going to be a some hours of Spa. Mm Mm-hmm. I've competed in the 24 hours of Le Mans. Yeah, we kind of guessed that. <laughs> <laughs> People that usually compete in the summer hours of Spa do tend they to compete do. at Le Mans. I was brought in as, re- as a replacement in, uh, at the 2015 Race of Champions. Interesting. So, hmm. 
Don't watch Race of Champions. Tend to, but I can't remember. Was that the Was that the one at the Olympic Stadium? Uh, oh no! Why would there have been a replacement? Who would have Who would have got broken? Who, at the yeah, end of the who season? Who would have washed out? Kimi Raikkonen. He had back surgery around about then, didn't he? For 2013, 2014, he had back surgery. Um, Missed the last two races mm-hmm. of the F1 season, didn't he? They oh, he did. Because they true. hadn't paid him, so he decided to go and have, a, have his operation mm, and rule himself yeah. out. No, that might be a bit earlier. Than I think that was, was 2013, wasn't it? Yeah. No idea. Oh, okay, I thought I had a um, year with that. It did say 2015. Oh, sorry, I thought you were talking about the year, <laughs> the year of what you were talking about. No. Yeah, 2015. Yeah. Okay. So 20, 2015, who would have been around then? How old's Kazuki Nakajima? Because surprisingly young. Younger than you'd think. Younger really? than Alonso. Oh, okay. Alonso's the oldest in that team. He's like, what, he's 34, 35, Nakajima? Yeah. Do you know the really interesting thing is about this? Mm. All of this is news to me. <laughs> All Including the person? Yeah. How, oh, God. How, right, okay, this doesn't bode well. How about J-Mag? J-Mag, I think, is slightly older. Yeah, he will be, because K-Mag's like 27 now, isn't he? So that. He's I, 22 I, when he came in about yeah, five I years think, ago. Yeah, I think J-Mag's about 47, 48. He's about the same age as Yoss. Right. Well, no, both of them are younger than me, but so are most people. What about Mikasalo? Oh, Mikasalo's interesting, call. yeah. Yeah, Yeah. should we go for that one for the second guess? Yes. Yeah, go yeah. on then. <laughs> I have driven a Formula E car. Oh, well, good and for you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who hasn't? I've lived to tell the tale. Hasn't Carmen Jordan driven a Formula E car? Yeah. I literally did just that, 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 that Alan Partridge shrug then, didn't I? Yeah. I could have done it if I wanted to. Yeah. Well done in your racing, Prius. Um, How old's Nick Heidfeld? He was last week's. Oh, was he? Oh, yeah. excuse me, I wasn't here. Yeah, he's a, disappoint- <laughs> he's a disappointing 42, isn't he? Yeah. Oh. I have won three races of the 2015 European Le Mans series oh, in, in my class, securing the championship for my team with a race to spare. Even more Alan Partridge shrugging, I think. Yeah. <laughs> European Le Mans. Well, that's not European Le Mans, though, is it? That's World Endurance Championship. Oh, yeah, good point. European Le Mans is like shit. It's what GTE Pro is these days. I think the British boring. So. Is that a step, yeah, step down from Porsche Super Cup? I think it might be. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be what you do if you don't have a Porsche. Yeah, there, there wasn't a Porsche Super Cup round at um, at France because they were all racing in the twenty four hours of Nurburgring because they had two hundred and ten cars in that. They have like eight classes. It's insane. <laughs> I was reading the results and it's like what? That's um, not race. It's a traffic jam. Yeah. Well, it's, it's Nürburgring, so they'll be well spread out. Mm. They've got room. Uh, Ready? Yeah. No. I, I, want, I want a guess. Oh, that's, fuck. that's number eight. Um, what was it? Didn't we give a second guess? Yeah, we said yeah. Salo. And if that was number eight, then... Yeah, where's number nine? Where's number nine? It's, well, it's after number eight. And that's when we give the guess <laughs> after number oh, nine. Oh, God, it is as well. Sorry. <laughs> the, uh, I thought it was after every three questions. Oh, well, fuck it. Uh... I have two points in my current World Rallycross Championship. Anybody watched any World Rallycross mm, since no. 1978? I'm loving that. He's done like. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, totally. absolutely <laughs> done Stitched up like a kipper, yeah. eh? Um, Is this going to be one of these people we've never heard of? Possibly. Tom Christensen. Andy Prio. 
I think Tom Christensen is slightly older. I'd possibly be looking at like a, a Petter Solberg. Because he turns up in like... Everything. Everything. But he still races and he does, what you call it, race at champions. Mm. That's a, that's, that, that, is a, that is a good call. But actually, if that was nine, then te- we usually get ten and then a guest, don't we? There's ten, yeah. You can have the last one. I'm not giving you the spaffer because I think it will give it away too much and I think he deserves to have beaten you. Okay, okay. but what's ten? Uh, I'm mainly known for ovals. What's Dario Franchitti up to these days? Commentating on Formula E. Yeah, he's got like a back made of straw. He doesn't race. Okay. <laughs> Absol- How old Talio Castroneves? Oh yeah, he um, likes an he's Brazilian. Isn't he, he is Brazilian, so yeah, probably wouldn't so, have been European Le Mans to be fair. Yeah, well, I don't, know. I, I don't know. He kind of t- kind of turns up everywhere, doesn't he? Well, his nose turns up and then he arrives about two days later. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite Alan Prost. <laughs> <laughs> I think you got a good, made a good call there. Last time someone put someone in the state user in guess wise, it was a horse and it was Superman. He's a done. <laughs> Not bothered to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You know what you do. You know. You know who it is. You know. The, you know the guy. Definitely yeah. know the guy. We just don't know these things about him. Uh, I think, are we going to? Are we going to have to take the spaffer and call it a moral loss? Um, I'll give you part of the spaffer. I, I, I am an MBE. That makes him British then. <laughs> Ben Collins. No, we've had him. No, we've had him several times. I am an 11-time world champion. We still don't know at what. <laughs> I am a six-times Olympic champion. Steve Redgrave. Are you going with Steve Redgrave? No, he has five. Chris Hoy. Yes, that would make sense. Track cycling. Yes. Oh, oh yeah, and also he was he's done Le Mans as well, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And he moved into cars after cycling. Yeah, Chris Hoy is probably a good champ mm. for... I'm Sir Chris Hoy. Yeah. But you's got done. We were nowhere. Because that, was... that spaffer doesn't even... <laughs> it, it doesn't count as a spaffer because it was essentially three clues. He's not yeah, an he's... MBE anyway, is he? Is he not a knight? He is a... I suppose he might have a full collection. But... He, got, he got his MBE before he got his... Cert. Presumably, but... But yeah, that because he, he only sent that in today and he jumped the queue because I thought it was fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. That, Enjoyable. That was bloody hell. You've done them, Tom. Loved it. Surprisingly impressive racing CV, actually, for someone who took it up as like a hobby when he retired. Yeah, yeah. Well impressed. So if you want to send in a total shunt, how do you do it? You can tweet me at a total shunt and send it to me in a PM. Or if you don't do uh, the Twitters and you do do the Instagrams, you can send me an Instagram private message. Or if you don't do either of those mm-hmm. and you're old school and do email, three legs, four wheels at gmail.com. Yep. And it goes on the reserve list. But congratulations <laughs> to Tom San for totally beating us. Yeah. That, that's the best one. I don't think anyone's left... Using tatters. You know like what? I, th- I think we cannot count that as us getting it. No, no, oh, no, 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 absolutely not. We were beaten there. We yeah. were well and truly beaten. Because realistically, I'm an MBE was the spaffer. Then you got two more clues oh, well, after that. Yeah. Yeah. 
The thing is, yeah, okay, not going to argue with it, but we mm. didn't get it. So Canada, we lost. Yeah. Get yeah. over it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will there be an appeal? This new information come to light. Yeah, yeah. I. Um, Let's get Karun Chandok on the case. Yeah, new, I want... new cat and a chalkboard. <laughs> <laughs> I want to send a recording of this show to the stewards. <laughs> Um, if you want to get in touch with um, with the rest of us, you can get um, at Three Legs Four Wheels on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, get us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Three Legs Four Wheels. Uh, Give me the email address. If you want to get us on Twitter um, on Twitter individually, I am Pablo One Hundred at Flood Twenty One at Sean Cowper. Dan is at Dan Dankleton. Formula Lee then the penultimate race on F One Twenty Eighteen, and I'm getting to the point where I'll be glad to see the bloody back of it. This was France in the dry in a Toro Rosso. It's a rubbish Formula One game, by the way. And uh, <laughs> I quite like it. I think it's all right. The new one out on Friday. Mm, looking forward to it. It does look quite well, good. Although I'm wait it's, for reviews it's not. I know it's reviewed really well. Um, but it's, I mean, your review. It's not a full um, GP2 season, isn't it? No, it's part of the story mode. And you get you come into GP two as a rookie. You know, like the my career mode in FIFA. You come into uh, GP two as a, a rookie mm. and fast tracked into Formula One. That's part of the story. If Apparently, they are going to have a full GP two season coming soon as DLC, and it's going to be this season's GP two. Yeah, but it's not. But the full really. season isn't part of the career mode. At risk of being anal, right. do we not mean F two? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yes, fair enough. Good point, well made. (laughs) (laughs) Moving swiftly on. Right, um, quite quite a few entries this week. And top 20, you needed a time of 132.584 to get in. And these are the people what did it. In 20th was Stephen Coffin. 19th, Marcel Streak. 18th was Ken Lauderback. 17th, Wellington Moreau. Uh, 16th was Paul Robert Burley. 15th, Ross Tudnam. 14th, Nick Betts. 13th was Adam Smith. 12th was Santario Nasty. 11th was Pete Bull. Stop it, Chris. 10th was Pete Ricky Bull's Waller. only 11th? Yeah. He, he's struggling with this as well. And I was using this setup and I couldn't even get close to his time. Um, top 10, Ricky Worrell in 10th, 131.816. Veitcher Camping in 9th. James Holman, real racing driver, in 8th. Um, Alberto Rolden in 7th. Julian McMahon-Hyde in 6th. Amos Menin in fifth, Kyle Armstrong in fourth. Top three. Third place, Alessandro Popolani with a time of 131.008. Also sounds like a Ferrari reserve driver from the late 80s. He really does. <laughs> Bit of a change at the top. Second place, usual winner this season, Chris Olby. Oh, wow, second place. 130.632. Still a good effort. And winning on his debut... Debut. Debut. Debut, question mark. Nathan Mazzolo with 130.154. Welcome, wow. Nathan, and welcome to the first, to the winner's enclosure. First race, first win. Well done, mate. That is uh, that is an impressive one. If you want to know how you did and you were in the top 20, I will get these up on the website and also put the new challenge on, which is going to be Austria. And we're going to do it in the wet because it's the last race on F1 2018 before we switch to the new game. And let's go out in let's go out the way we came in with F1 2018. Gonna do it in the brawn. Soundies. So wet in the brawn. One week challenge. You have until what's the date next week? I believe it's the first of July next Monday. Yes, it will be. At seven o'clock UK time, two o'clock Eastern time in the US. 
does it for us tonight, doesn't it? I think we've got to be quiet as we leave. We have to be quiet as we can hear her angry, Arthur. So, ideal time for us to go. We'll be back next week um, with a review of what is hopefully going to be a decent Austrian Grand Prix. Yep. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.